Hey, what's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams. Where's my applause? Hold up. There we go. <laughs> stream deck. What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being a here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. I got money. We are back in here for another bit of business. This is the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. We are back in here. The winners of life. Oh, man, this is my favorite song right now. Boy, this song is bumping. This is the Free Agent Lifestyle right here. Represent. All right, peace, quiet, and freedom. All for men, no cohabitation, no long-term relationships, and no marriage, all right? Even if you tried. You can't mimic the free agent lifestyle over here. We live in a dream. We run a game on these chicks over here. Anyway, man, shout out to the brothers in here, man. That's a celebration time, celebration song. We got a great show for you today. Action packed. All right. Sometimes I'm like, should I put this much into one show? All right. I should save this for a show. I should drag on the content, but I be throwing in stuff. There's so much going on in the world. Speaking of the world. All right. New, 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 new world order. Yes, indeed, man. Hey, if you missed yesterday's stream. All right, judging by the numbers of people who watched, I know not everybody has kids, not everybody has baby mama drama, I know. But if you missed yesterday's show, I'm not just saying this. That was a good show that you missed. I'm just going to let you know right now. You missed one of the classics in the building here, and this is the one, How Mothers Use Children to Punish Fathers. Okay, you got to watch that show. All right, that show was a game changer. That was a game changer, and it exposed a lot of the stuff that people don't really see on a regular basis. You might see it and scroll by it, but you really might not understand it. We talk about how women hate their father's child more than they even love the children, okay? And sometimes they use their children as pawns or as emotional uh, manipulation in order to punish the father, all right? And a lot of men need to hold the line. A lot of guys fall for the emotional manipulation. You're not getting what you want. Uh, you're not getting what you want in the, in the part of the deal, but they'll hold your children as hostages against you. They'll hold them as emotional uh, kindling against you. They'll gaslight you. And uh, eventually you'll relent thinking that, hey, if I just do this one thing that they're asking me to do, then I'll get what I want. And nope, that's not the case. Uh, many times you don't even hear from the people who are uh, your child or your child's mother until they need something paid for. And then they say, well, you're not going to take care of your kids and use that as, oh, man, I, I better take care of my kid. And if I do, they'll give me what I want. Nope. No, they won't. You got to hold the line. So shout out to Caleb over there, uh, who was the father that, you know, I didn't realize he had a YouTube channel. Looks like we are probably going to connect in the future. So uh, we're teaching men how to hold the line against this type of activity, guys. There's no there's legal legal systems not going to help you. Psychology institutions aren't going to help you. Marriage and family counseling and therapists is not going to help you. You pretty much are on your own out here. And if you don't hold the line, you're going to have your kids swipe from you like swiper. Speaking of kids, what's going on with Elon Musk? All right. This dude right here, Elon Musk going nuts with the kids. All right. Literally. My man busting nuts from city to city, state to state, ocean to ocean. What is going on? Elon Musk had twins last year with executive Sharon Zillis just weeks before his and Grimes' baby was born. So there goes monogamy. <laughs> right. So much for women in monogamy, boy. Hypergamy is a mofo. And he knocked up this plain Jane, put twins all up in her belly. 
also potentially has a baby with uh, uh, Amber Heard and just had another baby with another woman. Elon Musk going crazy with his seed, right? What in the world is going on here, guys? When women tell you they're monogamous or they expect you to be monogamous, not when you got money. <laughs> I got money. Uh, monogamy is dead. Monogamy is dead for all intents and purposes, and hypergamy is uh, alive and well. All right. And so, if anybody's still, you still talking about hypergamy and hypergamy? Oh, yes, we are. We definitely are. Because when it comes down to it, man, if you got money, I got money. Money rules the world. Money rules the world, and you get to get women to do whatever you want. Oh, you want to impregnate four and five and six women? All right, you got money. Well, as long as you take care of mine. All right, this is a woman that you be trying to swipe on on Bumble or Hinge. Oh, I can get her. She looks easy. <laughs> and she like hypergamy. <laughs> All right. And so while she's having, wait a minute. While she's having a, her baby, her twins, another woman's having her babies. All right. Look at this is the other woman that gave boy. Some of these women be looking funny looking. All right. But uh, that's neither here or there. All right. They letting him bust all up in a uh, sweet sugary walls. All right. They're like, look, put some millionaire babies, trillionaire babies in here. After welcoming the twin, welcoming the twins, Musk is now a father of 10 kids. He shares 18 year old twins with boy. He's a lot of happy. twins must run in the family. He shares 18-year-old twins, uh, and uh, also, and then he does also have the one twin or the one kid that changed their legal name and gender. Boy, oh, boy. It goes down here, and he's got triplets with this other woman, and then he has his first wife. He has two. Uh, he has a kid uh, who died 10 weeks at age 10 weeks. So, uh, yeah, man. Hypergamy rules the world. Monogamy's dead. All right. Um, uh, you got to have money out here, I out here. Money. And if you ain't got money, you ain't got no business trying to get no peace leave anyway. All right. She gonna love me for me. I want somebody to love me for me. Shout out to the coach gang. Hey, dollar sign CGA live is how you contribute to today's show and let your voice be heard. All right. Also on PayPal, paypal.me backslash coach Greg Adams. All right. I'm going to pin it to the top of the board. Like I'm going to pin them junior college. Shoulders to the mat. One, two, three. All right. In the finger poke of doom. All right. That's how we do it around here, man. Let me go ahead and punch that in. All right. I'm going to pin this to the top of the live chat. Somebody said, but coach, she loves me, right? She loves me for me. What you think you getting girls now because of your looks? Ninja, please. You know much dash happened with whiskers like a racket bit the beans, your whack. All right. Shout out to, uh, PayPal, paypal.me backslash coach Rick Adams, pinned to the top, dollar sign CGA Live. Man, there was a sponsor yesterday. I missed him. He hit me with the show. Bill, shout out to the Bill Bros. I don't know if this was after the show. Might have been at, no, it was during the show. I acknowledge your super chat, but I don't even know if I acknowledge your sponsorship. Lord have mercy. He says, God bless you, coach. You are doing the Lord's work in here. New, 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 new world order. Yes, indeed, brothers. All right. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that, Bill. I skied it i skied it past that pause shout out to dave and david says i would say your first nickname but i ain't saying all that but he says keep helping young men young men out here shout out to you man hey if i don't help you you will be led over to the um anyway taste the rainbow they out here trying to get these young boys out here going to sex shops, learning about sex education outside the outside the school, outside the church. And guess who's trying to teach y'all? <laughs> they trying to teach y'all. 
chasing a rainbow, bruh. What put them in charge of sex education? That's what I want to know. Boy, when, when, when you remove masculinity and you push masculinity to the side, you silence men, you get men to comply, you hold the peace leave, you hold the peace leave hostage. Men will allow anything happen to happen in the society. And in our society, they, they threaten masculinity first, not alphaism. They threaten masculinity first. They got you suckers to bow down. And now any and everything's going on in our society. And nobody's standing up to it. All because what? You want to keep your yob? You want to keep your yob? And that's you. You don't want to be censored. All right, they're going to censor me and take my yob. All right, boy. I got money. We got some straight up cowards out here in the world. And you're wondering why you can't even keep your baby mamas in order. Look at, look at what's going on in the world. Straight up cowards. And if you expect women to step up and put the fire out, we didn't start the fire. If you think they're going to stop all of this madness, I don't know what you're talking. I don't know what you're thinking. It's out of control. You can't even send your kids to public school anymore. They're going to straight up indoctrinate your kids. I don't know if you guys know how public school works. Shout out to Greer Installations. He says, uh, sisters, he says, for sisters get that we are in the DR for cheeks and they do the same. All right. We already actually talked about that. Uh, sex tourism has always been a thing with women, uh, and particularly younger and older women. I mean, Stella got her groove back, how Stella got her groove back. Um, but they make it into a love story. We showed you the Island Boys, all right? Freshest cousin out there. Remember he was up there, Freshest cousin, in them big old German overweight Mastodon tanks that was out there, all right, trying to fall in love with them Island Boys. Them Island Boys is up there. Boy, I got to find that clip. Don't make me find that clip. Fresh is like, no, don't find the clip, man. Please shout out to Fresh. Fresh, are you watching the day show? We're going to put your cousin out here in a minute. We're going to put your cousin. Hold on for a second. How Fresh got the 2000 body count. Hold on for a second. Let me see something. <laughs> Where is it? Oh, hold on for a second. What, 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 how did I look that up? I need to save the videos that I, that I show. I don't even save the videos. How do I even look that up? All right. Hold on for a second. Uh, German, uh, European women. European women, African men, African men, island boys. Let's see if it pops up. Oh, man. Uh, the video I won't, won't pop up. All right, Fresh is like, <laughs> Fresh was like, oh, God, dang. Thank you, coach. Hey, man, you owe me $100, bro. Who's going to put your ass out there? Who's going to put you out? All right, hold on for a second. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Fresh like, no, 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 no. Go to the next Super Chat. All right, don't do it. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. I'm right there. I'm close. I'm close. That's what she said. Okay, hold on for a second. <laughs> All right, hold on. It's not the one. He says, look at my YouTube history. Oh, my God. All right, that thing will be buried in there. But uh, let's just give you a little indication. The tourist areas are rife with bumpsters. Local youngsters who are offering their services to white. Uh oh, she got her. She got her feet out. She definitely got them damn crawdads out. But uh, these young island boys out here, listen. Youngsters who are offering their services to white middle-aged women. These Ooh, ladies. She looks soggy, sloppy yogurt. Look at the sogmeister done got her, bruh. And these European, the sogmeister got her. Look at her behind the arms and oh typically between their 40s and 60s, and traveling alone or with a few female friends. Uh Ooh-wee! 
the Sogmeister done got him, boy. Mother Nature and Father Time be putting the, doing the job on them, bruh. Boy, beauty is only, beauty is fleeting. The Soggy Meister done got him. And guess who going to be in line? The Island Boys. You know, brothers will beat up all that Sog. Let's go ahead. Are an important source of income for the local youth. In uh -oh. exchange for some money and social security, these boys offer temporary romance to women in need. That was a big old woman. You see that woman, bro? And, and so when they, when they, when, when women do this and they, they, um, I guess they talked bad about men who travel for passport and entertainment, just know that women do this too. Women do it too. Temporary romance. Look at that giant. Good Lord. The eighth wonder of the world, Andre the giant. To women in need. European women, bruh. Ooh, tag team back. Oh, my God. <laughs> they going to make them take this video down. Tag team back again. Making a girl back again. <laughs> oh, man. Brothers. Well, this exchange is pretty tempting. Sheesh. Abba prefers his daily jobs. Uh-oh. <laughs> Where about Isla boys? He spends his days as a gardener. Handyman. And taxi driver. I'll stay afternoon. Okay. Yeah, lovely. But still, he as well is sometimes dreaming about foreign love. I'm not gonna say it. Anything you do in this life, you must love it from your heart. That's why me too, I like Babylon woman. You like ba Babylon woman, when they like you, I can say when they love you, they don't love you because of you are poor. They don't love you because of you are rich. Show me some more women. With them, huh? All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Boy, before we get out of control, my hand. Somebody said, where preach at? Preach, fresh. All right, shout out to the... uh the tethers that come across right where's your boy i gotta turn that damn alert off turn off all alerts jeez all right i gotta turn that off always at this point in the show yeah he laying pipe yikes shout out to the island boys out there bro all right man they getting all them sloppy leftovers in the building man what a life Shout out to you, Greer. He's in the Dominican Republic getting the young cheeks, and then the Island Boys are getting the older ones, man. It's it's a thing. Shout out to Albert Ingram says, pro-blacks never address single motherhood. No, they don't. Because they know if they want to keep their charade up, they cannot attack single motherhood. All right, that will put them in the uh, position of hate. So they will never do that, and hence, this is why things get out of order. All right, Bryant says, Parker and Pops held masculine frame against Ku Klux Karen in the building. Yes, indeed, and that's from yesterday's show. All right, Ku Klux Klan was going out of control, man. It was an absolutely masterpiece watching that show. The Dictator says, I'm working DoorDash, making more money than Richard's dad. Richard's dad. I don't know what that is, but appreciate that one. Where are we at, dog? Where are we at? Willie says, thank you for keeping me sane during my two-year divorce. All right? And so a lot of men, yes, man, this is almost, men have nowhere to turn when it goes to divorce. When you're getting a divorce or a bad, toxic breakup, people will 
electric slide their way out of your life. Nobody's going to help you. No counseling, no therapist, no divorce attorney, no court appointed judge. No, nobody's going to help you. You're on your own. On your own. All right. We got three more on the PayPal and a couple of more, but let me see here. He says, coffee for the code. Shout out to D-O-R. Shout out from Europe. Worldwide, worldwide, worldwide international coach gang in the building. New, 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 new world order. He says, I'm looking forward to be able to sponsor the show soon, but thank you for all that you do. I can sit in Ninja Watch without doing my, I can't sit in Ninja Watch without doing my part coach or no gang in the building. That's what we do around here. All right. Appreciate the support. All that you can. All of it helps, man. We got, uh, I think we got three more. And then that's what it is. Moose Hefner. He says, where did all the women go during your yesterday's evening streams? He says, give them the cricket. Yes. I saw a couple of women in yesterday's evening stream. All right. Um, and that's probably where the makeup of the, the lack of the lack of eye watchers, eyeballs yesterday. Cause a lot of the women that ninja watch uh, this show, they could not stomach watching yesterday's show. All right. And there was a couple of women in there putting up the heartbreak emojis and all that stuff. But, uh, yeah, a lot of the women was not going to sit around and watch that. Hey, Noel Baines is in the building with a co-sponsorship. Shout out to CGA and the coach gang. Since I've been in the coach gang in the late 2020s, my life has jumped track to a different possibility that you probably never thought was possible. Being accountable, responsible, and making more money. I Thank you for money. all that you do and keep going and hard on these gums keep going in hard on these gums i've been reformatted from a scent mangina into a shrewd bruce wayne type and that is a free agent free agent lifestyle archetype is uh you know the withdrawn you got to withdraw from this particular part of society it's it's not in the situation where it's going to benefit you as a masculine man or a man who is self-aware it's only going to benefit those who are susceptible to manipulation I know you don't you don't think so. You don't think so, but stay tuned. Adrian Paul got paid today. You know what that means? I got money. I could take me out of payday Kaylee style in the building. Boy, oh boy. Don't we love the young energetic Kaylee before she turns into the the Babylon woman, the island woman when she's young, she ready to go. Hi, my name is Kaylee. I'm a blonde. I have no tips. I make boys fall in love with me. They always know Woo! Boy, she brought that fire. She said, and she meant what she said. She meant what she said. Right at the end, she turned to the camera. All right. For the ladies yesterday, that was quiet. You know what I mean? This is all I gotta ask. Where was yo? Yeah, most of y'all ain't got one, but I'm fine without one. All right, you're not gonna cry. I'm not gonna shed no tear. Let's get into ghetto theater. Ghetto theater. Get, I can't even say it. We're going to go right into the story. Ghetto theater, part 18. All right, so we're going to get into the story. Um, what is going on with the world, wide world today? I know we're always, some women are saying, you're always reporting on the straggle daggles. All right, people always tell me I'm always reporting on the straggle daggles. What about the good women? All right, the women want me to report on the good woman. They want me to say good things about women. Are we going to do this today? <laughs> mm. 
it's too early for all this. All right, but let's just tell the truth about what we really need to identify about women in this world today. I know people are confused about them. There are some good women out here. The good women are already taken. There's a lot of leftover women that think they're good. I mean, you, you're lost. You're, you're delusional out here. Stop. So I could focus on my career. All right, but let's just get over this right here. It says right here, over 50% of liberal white women under 30 have mental health issues. Are we worried yet? <laughs> oh, man. <Nope. laughs> Goodness. How many women do you guys know, man? Do you guys know that they go home and be crying? They go be home rocking, crying, having second and third and 50th thoughts. They have no plan, no direction. They are misguided and undecided about life. Okay, they have no plan for their children. The only plan for their children is extort the father for his wallet. You know what I mean? And hold the kids hostage. That's their whole plan and use emotional uh, tirades to get the man to cooperate or threats of the family court. All right, once you don't give a damn and you'll give a damn is busted, you'd be like, you do whatever the hell you want since you got all the answers. But their answers are normally to just try to extort the father and then steal the money from the children and then claim that they love the kids the most. That's their only, they have no, they have no plan out here, guys. Just understand this. When you, see, our show is about understanding women. When you, when you have understanding, you can sit back and laugh. And you can see everything coming along right away. You'd be like, oh, they're going to try this. They're going to try that. Guys, they have no plan. Trust me. They, they don't have any plan. When you, when you understand that, you will basically just sit back and watch and laugh. All right. And so here, you, you guys see this. Let's put this up. Mental health is a real, real issue in our country, especially women under 30. And especially if they lean towards any sort of liberal ideology. It's a wrap for them. Always dodge that bullet. I know people, listen, you can be a liberal male. Just don't be with a liberal woman. I'm just letting you know right now. Odds are they're going to have you all wrapped. They have no plan. Their plan always leads to voting for somebody. I told you to vote for Biden. How about just mental health issues regardless? Well, here's a mental health counselor arrested on fraud charges after bilking, I say bilking, uh, Medicaid for $200,000. Look at this thing right here. Look at that piece of work. All right, so there goes the mental health professional. But they say one in four women are on mental health meds. One in four, is that possible? Let me see something. I'm going to have to pull it up because I forgot to pull it up. Meds. It says right here. They can't possibly be on it. Well, the Huffington Post says so. So if they say so, it's true. Women in prescription drugs. One in four take mental health meds. Gosh. Two in three. Two out of four, or that means what? Yeah, uh, three out of four walking around unprescribed. What's going on here? This world is, this, this is a real issue. So I'm trying to address the issue. And how I address the issue is to let you know to be careful. Be careful in your mate selection. This is a real thing. Do not think that somebody you're dealing with is not on one of these drugs. Do not think that somebody you're dealing with is avoiding being on some of these drugs. With that being said, is it time for finishing school, ladies? Is it time for finishing school? Do we need uh, these fatherless home issues are going crazy? Okay, how about this issue right here? This wasn't supposed to be running in the background. Check this out. There's a woman in Seattle. She got clapped by the police. Okay. 
Now, why did she get clapped? Of course, when she got clapped by the popo, everybody said they clapped a black woman. They clapped a sister for no reason. And the sister, this was in 2017. And uh, there was deadly force used by two Seattle popo officers. They went to the jury. And the six juries determined that, you know, hey, listen, they had a taser malfunction. They had a taser issue with the cops, but they said, you know what? The cops were justified in shooting that sister. What happened in the incident? Well, on June 18, 2017, Charlena Lyles called 911 asking for help at her North Seattle apartment. They were cautioned. He said there was a caution alert attached to her name due to a previous incident where she threatened law enforcement officers. The officers, Stephen McNew and Jason Anderson, arrived at the apartment. After being led into the apartment to investigate an alleged burglary, the officer said Lyle's demeanor changed. She went. And she glitched. And she said, glick, 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 glick. She wasn't taking her mental health meds at that particular point, I'm sure. She started the glitch. And it says, according to information presented to the jury, Lyle's threatened officers with a knife. The officers ordered Lyle's to stand back, which the jury found she initially complied with. The majority of the jury found lies, then stopped complying with the orders from the officers. Then the officers hit her with the clippity clap multiple times. And of course, she was pregnant. Lyle's, who was pregnant, was deleted in front of her children. A police reward uh, view previously found the shooting to be justified. Here it is. Lyle's was known by Seattle police for having a mental condition and was told by the judge earlier in the year to get a mental health evaluation. In 2011, the family of Charlena Lyles settled a wrongful death lawsuit against the city of Seattle for $3.5 million. I got money. So the family got paid. The family maintains that Lyles was going through a mental health crisis, and police did not handle it properly. This woman had children, and she was already pregnant. She was knocked, as they called it back in the day. This woman was knocked and had children, and she was a psycho. Always check the medicine cabinet. This is our warning to men. And men under 30, y'all ain't that in that much better shape mental health-wise. You know why? Well, I, I won't tell you why, but. That's another story. <laughs> anyway, then you had this earlier in the week. We did a story on this one probably about two days ago. This woman, Ivy League educated, although it was Brown University. Uh, this woman's a state senator, not a U.S. senator, a state senator, 28 years old. She's on the Reading Rainbow Tour. And she out here twerking for votes. And then tried to claim, well, you know, it's a part of our culture. You ain't got no culture. She probably, anyway, you got them twerking on the beach and they're a professional. Okay. Gosh, what's going on out here? Then you got the baby mama in bed in ghetto theater with the baby, with her daughter's baby daddy. What be going on out here? They be needing some help. What is going on? And then she tried to justify it. Whoa, 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 whoa. She says, I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to shed no tears. 
Oh, I'm not going to cry. It's not the time because you're not worth my tears. Yeah, that's what she said. And then you have this. Now you have this right here. New, 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 new world order. I, I think women are not busy enough. I obviously think they're not busy enough. I think they, they, they need to be busy. I mean, as far as going even to finishing school or barefoot and pregnant, I mean, especially if we're talking about the community. Because this is what you get in the community in New York. You know, that that encompasses almost everybody, not just black women. You got you got Dominican women. You got Puerto Rican women. You got everybody out there going crazy. And what's going on with this cable management behind this damn table? This cable management needs some work. All right. My OCD kicking in looking at this ish. Let's go ahead and review the film here. Well, I, I think they're having a mental health crisis. This is definitely what's happening here because no person in their right mind would do what they're doing. And when you read as to why they're doing what they're doing, there would be no shock. Obviously, these girls are have sugar daddies. They've been out here in, in the street. All right. They've been clapped. You know what I mean? These girls are probably in their late 20s. We'll read. They've already been clapped. And that's you. They already been, you know, by 13, been giving up that sleeve and bouncing on and doing the banana splits and all kind of stuff on Johnson already. We know this. And that's you. And they're struggling in life. They're about to be on their, they're broke. I got money. We already know they're broke. I, listen, by, ba based on the story itself, we know they're broke. Right? <laughs> when, when you read the story, you're going to tell they're broke. I got money. These are the girls on you trying to give me you don't seek an arrangement that are too old for me. I'm like, what? You're 27? Uh, that's a little bit too old for me, man. All right, you, you, the the likelihood that you're stable was getting lower and lower after 28. <laughs> the wall is undefeated, guys. Uh, so is microchimerism, microchimerism, microchimerism. So is I mean, this is the results you're getting: fatherless women acting like this. Guys, this is not out of the norm. I got several videos to show you that this is common behavior. And for some reason, people believe that they can lose their mind and act a monkey like this. Go ahead and continue. Well, we got to twerk. I knew it was coming. I knew somebody was going to show their pass. And now we got to twerk. We, we know that these... In these streets. We had to have a twerk. Somebody had to go shake their ass, right? We knew this was coming. There it is. Oh, my God. Damn. Bruh. Not even men. Boy, what happened to the genders in this world? Not even men do stuff like this. <laughs> Where do, what do you see men, unless they're really mentally unstable? The men be sitting around watching these people, bro. Oh, my goodness. The Mastodon tried to hop up on that damn table. She was like, uh-oh, I got to move over here, girl. Oh, she going to break that damn thing. Uh-oh, crack. Oh, my goodness. She almost broke the damn thing. 
they still going, bro. <laughs> they are still going. These are young women under 30. Where where do you go in your life where you think that this is appropriate behavior for under any circumstance? I know people are going to justify it, but here you go. They're still encroaching. They're still encroaching. And there's dudes back here celebrating, chilling. Guys, I tell you, man, the simpism and the knack of masculinity in this world is, is, is deplorable. It's despicable. Yo, Sean. Yo, get the extra sausage back there, Sean. It's still coming, bro. Oh, my goodness. Oh, she done got knocked out. They think it's funny. Oh, her weave got stuck. You got stuff in your weave. Oh, my goodness. They still doing stuff. These are girls that y'all running game on right here. These are girls that you run game on. Hey, Shawty, what's up, baby? Yeah, baby, it's you. Bend it over right there. They've been, this girl's been clapped out at least by 100 dudes apiece. Damn, she down. Panty showing. She down. And her hair weave stuck. So, man, bro, let's go ahead and give them the... Yeah, man, ghetto theater, man. Let's read as to why they start acting a monkey. All right, let's go ahead and read it here. People are like, oh, my God, you sell it out. They're not monkeys. Angry customers caught on camera thrashing New York eatery, hurling items at um, employees. Yeah, you don't get paid enough to all that. Three raging customers, women, thrashed a Manhattan eatery. Manhattan, that wasn't even in Uptown, Sean. That wasn't even in South Bronx, Sean. Yo, man, we went up to Manhattan and the whole nine around here. Nah, I mean, nah, I mean, nah, 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 I mean. Uh, Thrash the Manhattan eatery in a caught on camera outburst over the weekend that left two employees injured. The wild scene took place at Bell Fries, a fry restaurant on Ludlow Street in the nightlife centric low east side, lower east side. All right. On Sunday at 4 10 a.m. Boy, New York is a cluster F. And ended with the arrest of three women, according to the New York Police Department. Shocking video of the mayhem posted on Twitter shows the uh, uh, trio of suspects hurling glass bottles and a metal stool and other items at employees leaping over the counter, throwing sauce all over the restaurant and destroying a plastic barrier. Let's make this a little larger. Hey, what is this, Elvis? A crowd of people can be heard cheering, simps, and filming the chaos with their phones. Their tirade, their rowdy tirade started over a woman's anger at the eatery, uh, the eatery's $1.75 for extra sauce. Bro, bro. I got money. $1.75 for extra sauce, according to one report. An employee who is filming the incident tells the woman, you're going to jail as they hurl items at him, all while an alarm is going off. At one point, one of the three women gives the employee the middle finger and in another moment, a, a, a different woman dances on top of the counter. 
The trio caused more than $250 worth of damage to the business and injured a 33-year-old female employee and a male employee. Both suffered lacerations to the head, according to the cops. Bell Fries was forced to shutter its doors to make repairs and recover from the incident and was still not open by Wednesday, according to the Gram. Police arrested the three women, Pearl Ozaria. Okay, so we know that's a probably Dominican or a Puerto Rican, probably Dominican, age 27 of Manhattan. Shitaria, Shitaria, her name Shitaria, C-H-I-T, Shitaria. Shitaria Placentia, so she Puerto Rican, age 25 of Brooklyn, and Tatiana Johnson, age 23 of Brooklyn, so that's the sister. And they arrested them on robbery and criminal mischief charges. Ozaria allegedly punched the popo, arresting her in the face and was slapped with an additional charges of assaulting a police officer, resisting arrest, obstruction, obstructing uh, governmental administration and disorderly conduct. Placentia and Johnson were each also charged with criminal possession of a weapon. Oh, my goodness. This is what we got going on here. But, you know, these things are becoming more and more common. All right. As you're seeing things. And a lot of times men aren't even involved in the situation. And you're going, it is very rare. Now, there's probably videos out there where you see dudes just going crazy and going ham. It's, it's very rare because, oh, damn, my headphones went out. But that sucks. Okay. Who didn't charge my headphones? It is very rare that you see men out here going ham. All right, uh, just at a restaurant for sauce. Because men know that they're going to go to jail. They can get tased or shot. When it comes to women, by the way, this is not uh, nothing new. And as you guys see, it's happening more and more. This woman got her at man. What in the world is going on here? Good Lord. Look at the brother. Uh-oh, Kaylee getting in there. What the hell, Kaylee, not you? Uh-oh, booty's out. Oh, my goodness. Lord, oh, my. Oh, my Lord. Look at it. Okay, so these are mostly women throwing the, what is going, man, brothers, what happens behind closed doors? That the, these little scrawny, uh, narrow back women out here doing this, bro. Hair weed pulling. Oh, my God. This is getting out of control, man. This is out of This is getting out of control. Hold on for a second. I got to find the other video here uh, that I forgot to pull up. Let me see here. Uh, destroying. Right. Let me see here. Let's see if I can pull it up. I found my other headphones. Here, here we go right here. Uh-oh. Is this the one? No, this is the one right here. Your house has everything. Oh, what is the camera? What, what, what in the hell? This ain't what I want to see. All right, here we go. I think this is the one right here. 
play the video already. A soap-like woman who ransacked the Moses Lake Rite Aid was sentenced to 30 days in jail under the first-time offender waiver. Deanna Castro pleaded guilty to malicious mischief in the first degree in connection to her May 13 arrest and to possession of a controlled substance in a December 2018 arrest. A judge sentenced Castro to 30 days in jail and ordered her to undergo a mental health evaluation. There it is, mental health evaluation. How old was she? 30-something? 32? Castro to 30 days in jail and ordered her to undergo a mental health evaluation and drug treatment. Look. Moses Lake police had already contacted Castro twice, once after she walked into traffic and another at Grant County Mental Health after she caused a disturbance after agreeing to a voluntary evaluation. A few hours later, Moses Lake police again contacted Castro at Rite Aid after employees reported a disturbance. Police say Castro had entered the store, broke a chair and display items before knocking handfuls of merchandise off the shelves as well as items in the pharmacy. Castro was taken into custody and booked into Grant County Jail after causing more than $5,000 in damage 5, at the 000. store. This is Joe Utter. For wow, man. Look, man, it gets wild out here and you got to know what you're dealing with. So when you're dealing with uh, people at this age group and we showed you that this is a crisis going on, 50% of liberal white women under 30 mental health issues, one in four women are taking mental health meds. Many more are in treatment treatment not on head meds many of the women are seeking treatment because they have anxiety stress and depression and we're out here there's a group of men out here promoting running game and running up on these women right there in the open is it time ladies and gentlemen for finishing school is it time for women who are fatherless to go under extensive training step for wife style that's what i ask because if you don't now you're going to have a more uh, an opportunity to have this more prevalent because they're procreating out here. I shared the story about the woman in Seattle. They're procreating. These people have children. Men are knocking these women up. The woman in Seattle that tried to go and stab police and got shot. She had multiple children and she was with child in her belly. What do we do? I know there's women watching the show. No, no, no. Though Those are just the straggle daggles. But it still makes sense because a lot of the guys that are out here dating are doing straggle daggles. They're running game. They're telling men to run game on these women. We see them on the Fresh and Fit show. And they're out there being interviewed by Fresh and by Fit. And you can tell that these women are not stable. They're not stable mentally. Should we put women into, into finishing school, especially fatherless women? Should we put them into intense training? Should we perhaps segregate the public schools and have boys' schools only and girls' schools only? Now, people are like, no, you, you don't need that. But it's, it's clear that there's something needed. And what is it? Mental health therapy is not working. Because these people go through programs. They get pushed into programs. They come back out. And they're still causing problems. Is it time? Is it time to segregate the public schools? Boys and girls get a certain amount of training. Certain amount of training that would cater to their mental health progression. Because a lot of them grow up fatherless. That's going to cause a problem. A lot of them grow up with single mothers. That's going to cause a problem. It's going to make them a statistic. Is it time? I mean, we also have the uh, witchcraft people out here that still want to delete babies. These are the people that want to delete your babies, men, when you impregnate them. Is it possible that this is the solution? So we're going to go ahead and put up a poll. We're going to put up a poll on this one. And this is going to be this. Should schools be separated? Separate but equal. Should public schools, we're going to put the public school indoctrination camp, because 90% of kids go to the public school indoctrination camp. 
obviously the public schools are failing. This is what they're putting out. Should public schools separate the boys from the girls, from the girls, in order to get women the mental health treatment at an earlier age that they need? Health treatment. <laughs> at Because they need it. I mean, they're saying that they're needed. Uh-oh, question is too long. Uh-oh, too many. It, in order to get women mental health, we'll just put that. Here's your poll today. <laughs> Here we go. The public school indoctrination camp. The problem with public schools, and I'm, I'm against public schools, but that's neither here nor there. Um, is that it's free and people think that you're going to get educated and you're simply not. Many of the professors, the teachers there, they're not the best teachers, especially in the lower economic uh, situations. There's no incentive for them to stay at schools like that. Many of them want to go to safe environments. Uh, there are every now and then some dangerous minds, some some person that wants to take over a school. I'll make a difference in these people's lives. You got the teachers having segs with the 14-year-old boys. Uh, not that many, but there are some. and. Um, a lot of times these teachers are nothing but glorified babysitters or they get on a political movement. And we showed the teacher that was up in Sacramento where he was there going, we're Antifa and we're going to indoctrinate these schools and make them uh, political agitators. Is it possible that we should be able to put these people into these separate facilities in order to get the help that they need? Because it's happening at a very early age. These girls are 23. 23 years old, and they're already believing that they can act out like this. Do all women act out like this? No. But if you watched my show yesterday, a lot of mothers advance into their 40s, and they start to act like out, out like this against their baby's fathers, if you saw yesterday's show. Do me a favor, man. Thanks for watching Ghetto Theater. We have almost 2,000 people watching, and we only have 680 likes. This is despicable. And as you guys know, we will stop the show. And we will play Scrum Diddly Umptious. All right. And we're going to play it until we get to 850 likes at least. Let's go ahead and review the film here. What really gets me is that some of y'all be scared of a little belly. Y'all y'all see how Scrum Diddly Umptious it look? Oh, baby girl. Y'all scared of a little belly deli? Y'all scared of a little belly deli for what? Who told you be scared of that belly? Let it lose, son. Let it. I know y'all see the football prank. The football prank go crazy. The football prank go crazy. Come on. Parabola. Come on. Y equal X squared. Maybe cubed on some days. What really gets me is that some of y'all be scared of a little belly. Y'all. Y'all see how scrum diddly um shit it look? Ooh, ooh, baby girl. Y'all scared of a little belly deli? Y'all scared of a little belly deli for what? Who told you be scared of that belly? Let it lose, son. Let it. I know y'all see the football prank. The football prank go crazy. The football prank go crazy. Come on. Parabola. Come on. Y equal X squared. Maybe cubed on some days. All right. All right. We got them up. We had 950. Boy, y'all pressing that like button pretty fast. All right. I don't know why y'all doing this here. All right. So anyway. All right, thanks for getting the likes up. Some people left. They were like, I can't take this no more. I can't take it no more. My eyes. All right, uh, where are we at here? Let's get to the contributors to today's show. All right, appreciate y'all. 
paypal.me backslash coach greg adams or cash app dollar sign cga live in the building okay we got some brothers that have made their voices heard in the building shout out to avery in the building what do you got to say brother he says coach just finished watching yesterday's stream i came to the conclusion that xx's are evil plain and simple there was a very few good qualities um and mostly bad qualities i don't hate them still do you agree or disagree and why yes i never believed that fighting back against this particular system would involve hate. Hate is not the way you do it. Understanding is the best thing we can do. And when you understand that you're crippled against a society that has allowed emotional tirades, emotional abuse, emotional terrorism against men, uh, we saw in the Amber Heard trial, and we saw that pretty much put out on display, and the man had to pay $5 million to actually put that out on display. Um, this is what men are dealing with. This is a crisis. And the crisis is anti-masculinity. Most of these countries that we're fighting against, Russia, China, these are masculine-promoting uh, countries. And in our country, we promote the opposite. And men overwhelmingly comply. So with that being said, when you understand the dynamics of what's going on in America, we've lost control. New, 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 new world order. We've lost control. And then we don't promote masculinity. We, we actually promote everything but that. So... You know, you got to make your decision on how to deal with this. This is you're dealing, you're making a deal with the devil. You're making a deal with the devil, but um, you're taking the risk. You're rolling the dice. Many men will do just fine. But the guys that don't do fine, this is my warning to you. When it goes left, there's no one that can save you. So that is the most important part of it. I want you guys to enjoy whatever you want. The fruits of your labor. I want you to enjoy women. I want you to enjoy having children. That would be my goal and dream in life and some men will say coach i'll roll the dice not all women are like that and that's certainly true that's certainly true those are just the women you're talking about and though but if you if you go ahead and roll the dice once it goes left nobody's helping you now that is you're going to be on your own on your own nobody's gonna come help you do not come to my board asking me for money to help for your legal defense fund when it goes left and you go to jail, because you, you will go to jail if you try to fight it, you're on your own. When you have to pay $30,000 to a defense attorney or a, a, a family court attorney, you're on your own. You're on your own. Nobody's coming to help you. And your friend's going to abandon you and your family's going to side with your baby mama. I, myself to I know for a fact, and many men know for a fact, many men have been trying to warn you. This is why um, mostly the guys that I'm always going against the game, guys, many of them, many of them, um, many of them are not going to tell you this part. All right. They might tell you to hold some masculine frame and go a little bit. You know, I always frame it in that. They give you a little bit more information than hold masculine frame. But uh, in that, they're not giving you the real idea of the risk. It's a real significant risk. Where are we at here? And this is what we just want to warn you of in, in the world today. You guys got to watch yesterday's show. Who else is in here? Who else is in here? Where's my English today? Triggerverse says to communitize basically the WWE and Nat Geo in your documentary voice. He says, we see the wild hyena in her habitat, her urban habitat, forging for sauce. Someone puts up $1.75. How dare you charge me for sauce? We're in a we're in an economic downturn. 
actually had this conversation with my kids once. And they were like, they should just be able to give us, you know, because you go up and you go through the drive through you ask, you know, you ask for sauce, they give you two. They're like, why can't they just give us extra sauce? I was like, that's money for them. That's currency, especially if somebody says, give me eight sauces. What, for a bag of fries and, and two chicken sandwiches? No, they're not going to give you that. So they'll likely charge you for that. And when they charge you for that, everybody goes up in arms. Well, they shouldn't be charging us for us. It's a poor, it's a bad economy and my salaries aren't going. Look, man, that's money for them. That's currency. Obviously, you want it. Supply and demand. You want the sauce, don't you? Well, then pay for it. <laughs> if you don't want to pay for it, that's your ass. You don't want came to my store. <laughs> so anyway, people think like the sauce is free to the store. When they sell sauce at the grocery store, many of these places sell their own version of this sauce. Well, it's just sauce. Well, it's just $1.75. Pay up. <laughs> Supply and demand. If you don't want the sauce, if nobody was buying the sauce, then they probably try to give the damn sauce away. Uh, shout out to Jorge C. He says, morning CGA, morning coffee. Getting ready for a busy weekend at the junior college. My man got them lined up. He got them lined up. He says, I got money. I got money. Those European broads have some doll cash to spare. Right? Uh, the, the, oh, yes. The European broads. Yes. Some of them be married out there. Mm. The soggy. The sogmeisters was out there. You see them soggy bodies? Oh, wait. Coach, when you played Francisco last night and started dancing, I almost died laughing. That's from Ryan G. All right, boy, I was feeling it too because Officer Enrique came over there. He was like, man, man, let's put it into this. But if you think about it, Officer Enrique got uh, Caleb arrested. <laughs> Caleb is at the spend days in jail. Where are we at here? Amari McBride, coach, you were preaching facts the other day about how much effort women put into their feet. Don't uh, know why people act like it's weird for us guys who are feet guys to like feet. He says white toenail polish, light pink toenail, all uh, angel sounds for me. So again, I always bring the truth um, um, or make things for people to understand. All right. If people didn't, you know, people have this, uh, you know, because foot fetish for me is a joke. You know, it's like a, it's definitely a erogenous zone. It's definitely an erogenous zone. Once you find out and you cross that line, you'll know when you a nasty old man like the coach. I got money. You'll know on both sides, both sides of the genders. It's an erogenous zone. When you get to the freaky deaky years, you young boys don't know because you ain't got time to be erotic. You ain't got time to be erotic. You just trying to get the cheeks. All right, come on here. Get in the back seat. Uh, feet pictures. The idea that women can sell feet pictures tells you that it's a, a pretty big deal. And we also tell you they dress their feet. They actually work on their feet. They actually uh, get the damn dead skin off their feet. Uh, they dress their feet in expensive shoes. Right? So you can deny it all you want. <laughs> but uh, it is what it is. So um, anyway. But most everything is an erogenous zone. We actually have one of these things where we repress our sexual feelings and we cannot be honest sexually. You know, um, it's a real negative thing in our world. What, what we do, and it's a Western Puritan world. This is only really in America, somewhat Europe. You know, this is a white Anglo-Saxon Protestant Puritan 
religious society that we claim out here, and we're nothing but heathen, uh, heathens and hedonists. I mean, we are creepers in our world. Uh, people will act like they clutch their pearls. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I can't believe you said that. I can't believe this, our, our country in America. We actually act like, oh, what, what? They had sex? Wow. Man, people out here doing the nasty all, all damn day, every day. The same people act the surprise and shock, listening to the most disgusting music out here. They also act like they're all monogamous when everybody's serial damn 304s, men and women. Okay, when the light goes down, uh, you know, ladies, around 9.30 p.m., their inner 304 activates. All day, they're kind of focused and distracted. They're not thinking about it too much. You know what I mean? And then the night comes, and then the night falls, and then they get a little bit horny. And then they start reaching out, sneaky, freak a leak, sneaky links. But when it's, when it's like the middle of the afternoon, oh, what? That's disgusting. Um, it's a, actually a dangerous thing we do in our world because what happens is we do this thing like they, you know, for on the woman's side, they actually, because men are thinking about it all the time. Women kind of take advantage of that and they dress a certain way. Well, I'm not dressing for this type of attention. I'm not doing this. I'm not posting this on Instagram for attention, right? They play this game, right? And it's a childish game. You know, as an older man, I don't play these games. I'll be like, man, I ain't got time to argue this. Well, we're not doing this for this and that. Plausible deniability. And you're like, boy, just admit it. Just admit you a skeezer. <laughs> just admit you want some damn attention. Damn. And, and men, just admit that you want a piece of little of that thing. No, I don't want a piece of thing. I actually enjoy the company of women in deep, deep conversation. All right. <laughs> I actually enjoy going out on dates and not getting anything from it, but I just enjoy the company of women and talking to them and long-lasting friendships and friendships, and we can be with I This whole game and this tap dance of life to not look like a pervert. <laughs> you guys are all heathens. I see you out here. You guys are deleting your babies. You guys are having babies out of wedlock. All right, stop it. You're fornicating. It's just actually deplorable. It's disgusting. I'm looking for companionship and friendship. I'm looking for deep, deep uh, relationships and soul ties. And I want her soul. Stop it. It's just a big game back and forth. Most many civilizations don't play this game. All right. They just go right in front. They know what it is. And uh, when they don't want women or men taking advantage of it, they actually put in things in place for them to not play this game. AKA the Middle East. Right, the Middle East, they like, uh-uh. We know what this ish is about. Cover your hair, cover your damn eyes, put that damn potato sack on, long ass potato sack. And if you look at my damn sister, I'm gonna bust your head and I'm gonna bust her head for having him for, for falling for the look. <laughs> Do not play. All right. You come around here, I see y'all asses looking. Do not look at my sister. Sister, keep your head straight. All right. Don't be out of pocket. Cover all that ish. Cover. Uh, no, no, no. Hair too. Cover the hair too. Uh, no, don't put your hair out. It's just hair. It's just hair. It's no big deal. What you're just making a big deal about hair. Yes. Is, 
women spend hours on their hair. They spend thousands of dollars on hair. It's it's just hair. <laughs> okay. Don't no no. It ain't just no hair. It's a erotic. It's something that attracts men. It's a feminine quality. You spend thousands of dollars on it. It's just it's just shoulders. You didn't shave your damn shoulders off. You didn't put all kind of sunscreen and suntan lotion all on it. You spent hours looking at what your shoulders look like. It's just shoulders. Okay. Some people can play that game, and some people who live in a dangerous society where we try to play the game. Well, we shouldn't, you shouldn't even be attracted and hornified by this. And then when you are, you perv. But then at night, <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, the sexual repression, actually, look it up. Sexual repression is probably very unhealthy. I'm going to have to do a show on that. Uh, here we go right here. Sexual repression in mental health, sexual repression in the Victorian uh, era. Repression can also contribute to emotional distress. Here it is right here. Repression can also contribute to emotional distress and mental health symptoms, including reluctant to act as on sexual desires, sex-related fear and anxiety, and guilt associated with sexual desires. So another uh, downfall of sexual repression is that once you do it, you feel guilty. And that's where you get guilt, uh, where, where, the, where the person's, uh, what do you call it? Um, typically with women, when they do it, they get regret, regret, regret. So they'll do it and they'll have regret and then they'll have a there'll be a massive fallout because of her regret. So that that's another indicator here. He says, why do, what does it mean to be sexually repressed? Somebody needs to do a conversation about this. I need to do it. Uh uh rainbow people have an issue with this because they can't be who they are because they have to repress this. So that's their whole argument. We want to be, I'm coming out. I want the world to know. <laughs> and they actually have to repress their sexuality and then you see as a result they be out there deleting themselves they be out there causing the fit throwing the fit mentally health because they want to come out i'm coming out <laughs> right so sexual repression is very bad and on our pure intense society we actually do the opposite we do sexual rep repression but we allow people to take advantage of sexual um sexual display and it's actually i think prove me wrong has it been better in society to have women dress more slutty or has it been worse has it caused more problems or has it has it has it been better has women been have women been able to go wait it, it feels good to be free with all my titties and ass hanging out nobody's bothering me have men they've been able to be like oh good that's just titties and ass all right i'll go back to work it's actually worked out worse for sexual dynamics. It's worked out worse. The birth rate's going low. I mean, everything we've done in this idea of trying to make this work, this deal with the this deal with the devil has been this dance with the devil has been worse. Anyway, oh, all right, we got to talk about a woman revealing herself, exposing herself to fourteen-year-old boys. Another one. TikTok influencer. I got to get in some, uh, let's see. Got to get in some cash app. Cheap Drum Hack says, last night's stream was fire. I hate when it's a good stream and it's not a lot of people watching. All right, I look at it. 
And I go, damn, y'all watch that one instead of this one? Y'all got to watch that yesterday's last night's stream. It's the mothers love their children more. Uh, sorry, mothers hate their baby's father more than they love their children. Leaf is in the building. Shout out to you. Thank you for being here again. Christian is in the building. He says, literally, the dad I never had. Seriously, thank you. Uh, you dads out here are some damn gumps. That's another thing. You fathers are part of the problem, too. Uh, you guys are trying to hide and mask a lot of things from your kids. You know, put them in bubbles and helicopter parent them. And you didn't give your sons the real. Give your sons the real. Let them know what they're going to deal with. Let them know. Remember the guy in Boys in the Hood, the father? Um, I can't remember his name. But he had he was the father who the mother did. Oh, he's 17 and a half now. You got to take him. What's his name? He was played by um, whatever the other guy's name is. I don't, I don't even know names. <laughs> All right. Furious was his name. Furious, yes. Furious was that father that every son needs. Furious Styles. That was his name. All right. He was played by uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Thank you, guys. Name slipped me. So Furious Styles was that dad. He was like, oh, you had a girl? Did you wrap it up? Yo, salami gonna fall off. Don't knock any of them girls up. Furious Styles was the father that you needed. Okay, he was the red. He had. He was giving the son game. He was like, "Don't play around out here. These girls that have your seed and get you knocked up." He was like, "Why is there a gun shop on every corner? Why? Because they want us to kill ourselves." <laughs> mm. <laughs> you got to watch Boys in the Hood. That's the guidance a father should have. If you're a father and you're not giving your son Furious style guidance. You're failing as a father. Absolutely. And if you're a mother keeping your son away from a father, preventing him from giving him furious style games, a uh, game, furious style game, you're part of the problem. Because your sons need this game. He was like, we don't own no boats. We don't bring this crack into the community. He was giving all the damn game. All right. Where were you, man? Furious styles was the father every man needed. All right. And so I'm the furious styles of this one. Shout out to furious styles. Who is this in here? Finnis says, yesterday's show was epic. You just, he says, just take my hood taxes. Thank you, brother, man. I appreciate you. Last night's show was that show. We're going to put that in the top 10 or 15 shows I've ever done. That was yesterday. XL Pro Services, shout out to you. He says, salute to the coach gang. Two more. Elijah says, doubling up after last night's pause stream. The stream was fire. All right. After this show, watch that show. Ladies, too. Ladies, go watch yesterday's show. This is why men are not having, this is why men are not committing to you. Go watch the, uh, yesterday's show. Because women are always, guys, uh, guys I don't want to get sidetracked. Uh, women don't listen to you guys. They never take anything you do into consideration. They don't listen to you. They will let the world burn around them. Why aren't men committing? Why don't men want relationships? They'll have everything being destroyed. They'll have a peace league full of syphilis. And they're running around. I just don't understand why men don't want to commit. They'll have bottles and bottles of mental health meds. They'll be in years of therapy. Two other men's babies. Why don't men want to commit? Men are out here. Well, like, well, listen, we don't like bonnets. We don't like weaves. We don't like women who are ran through. We don't like unstable women. We don't like women that's going to take me to child support. We don't like this. We don't like the marital laws. We don't like this. You know what they do? Women be like, still, why don't you want to commit? 
We don't get it. <laughs> and you're like, you, you didn't listen to one thing that I said, did you? Well, I wouldn't do anything like that. That's the mother women. <laughs> they don't listen. They don't listen. They don't care about what you believe. And they will always, well, I'm not going to do that to you. Never believe that. I actually had, um, you know, a negotiation. When you're to try to negotiate with a terrorist, they'll be like this. Look, you're trying to be like, well, this is what I need. It'll be like this. It'll fall on deaf ears. And then when they'll come back, they'll come back and act like they never heard what you wanted them to do. They'll just come back. Well, how come you're not doing this? And then you'll repeat it again because I need you to do this. Crickets. Several days later, how come you're not doing this? Uh, because I need you to do this. If you don't do this, I'm not going to do that. She'll ignore it. Three days later, why aren't you doing this? <laughs> you're like, I told your ass. If you don't do this, you ain't getting that. They just ignore you. They just ignore every damn thing you say, every request, every demand, everything you say. They act like you never said it. And then they start emotionally abusing. Y'all can't believe you're not going to do this. These people are going to suffer. I'm going to suffer. The kids are going to suffer. And you're like, well, all you have to do is this. And they'll be like this. Nothing. Like you didn't say shit. <laughs> like you didn't say shit. And you was like, okay. Because what they think is, I'll just ride it out until he does it. And then when he does it, they're just going to give you a middle finger and keep going on. And say, good, I knew he was going to do it anyway. All I had to do was guilt, emotionally shame you, gaslight you, and I was going to get what I want. I always say, hold the line. I will let your ass burn. I'll drive by you, and I wouldn't even piss out the fire. All right, that's how cold I am. I won't even piss out the fire. I will let your ass burn, collapse. I will let your ass turn into dust. I will let the undertaker come see your ass. <laughs> hold on for a second. Um, let me see here. Let me see here talking. And uh, this is what will happen. Let me see if I can find the meme. This is how I'll show up at your funeral. All right. I'll let the under undertaker come see your ass, and I'll show up at your funeral like this here. I'll show up just like this. Ice cold. I'll be like, good. We ready to talk about this? <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> she. Don't mess with me, man. I'm a little too cold out in these streets, brothers. In these streets. I'm a cold in here. In these streets. I will let your ass fall apart. Emotionally, financially, and physically. And stand up at your funeral. Talking. <laughs> All right. Anyway, man. Oh, goodness gracious. Cold as ice. I'm cold just like the middle of the winter. I'm cold. I'm colder than a Moscow uh, Sask uh, Tatiana out here. Okay. Okay. Let's stop messing around. Where are we at? Where's the woman? Okay, I got to delete some of these. Damn. 
I got to delete some of these windows. I got too many damn windows open. My damn whole stream going shut down. They were like, too much damn. What is going on? We got to get rid of Turkin Turkin Tiara. Yeah, man. Don't 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 mess with me, man. If you get see, I'm I'm very patient guy. I'm quiet. I'll watch. But uh, if I ever get an advantage on you, you're gonna get the you're gonna get the crippler. You're getting the crossface crippler on your ass. I'm gonna be I'm gonna just shut down. Where are we at here? Uh, this woman right here. Her name is not Kaylee Strickland. It's Kylie Strickland. TikTok star arrested after flashing kids in a viral live stream video. She doesn't look very stable. She looked like she'd been hit over the head with a couple of boxes of uh, Clairol. She done gone nuts. She looked like she's slow. She looked like she's from Texas. Uh, let's see what happened here, or let's talk about right here. It says right here, Georgia. She from she does look like she from Georgia, don't she? She looks slow as hell, don't she? She does look very Georgia. Like backwoods Georgia. She looked like she drink a lot of alcohol too. Look around the eyes. She got puffy eyes. Guys, you guys got to read red flag. We got to do a red flag stream, don't we? We got to do a red flag stream. And that's you. All that puffy and drinking, she she drinks a lot and she smokes and she does drugs. Guys, do not mess with women who smoke marijuana. Do do if you want to run through one for the night, run through one. But uh marijuana and women do not mix well. All right, especially I'm just letting you know. People are like, oh, it's not harmful. It's not they, it does not mix well. I'm letting you know. Do not mess with women who smoke weed. That's a red flag. And this woman smokes weed and she drinks alcohol for real. Mm. She got a lot of inflammation. She looks like um, she looks like them Russian women. You know what I mean? Like I, I've dated Russian women before. And uh, they have the same puffy face. They have a puffy face because they've been drinking alcohol since they was like nine. And so her face is puffy. Her eyes are all puffy. Okay, that's a red flag. He says, how are we going to stop avoiding marijuana chicks when we out here smoking weed every day? Uh, you asking for it. You He says, weed ain't bad. Here come all the weed heads. Do not, let me make this clear. I'm giving you guys game. Do not mess with women who smoke weed. I'm letting you know. You trying. You, I, you, do not, do not wife her. Do not put babies in her. Don't do it. I know you thinking, oh, it ain't that bad. It's bad for them. They can't. Let's go back. We, we need to go back because you guys aren't listening. You guys aren't listening. Your guys aren't listening. You guys will always. Well, the weed heads always. Well, 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 well. <laughs> Women and weed do not mix. It's not a good mix. Women and drugs don't mix. Well, it's not a drug. Do not. I'm just letting you know. You're gonna you're gonna slip up. Where's my where's my street? Where, where's put wait wait where? Oh, I damn deleted the damn tab. It's a red flag. And you're going to run past that red flag, and then you're going to wonder what happened. Do not do it. I'm letting you know. Now, you can smoke whatever you want to smoke. But them, what you're going to find out, <laughs> he said, listen to the coach, what you're going to find out. And, yeah, if they smoke cigarettes, too, they'd be like, oh, do you mind if I go take a smoke break? Red flag. 
what you're going to find out, because let's just do the let's just do the economics. Let's just do the economics. Because people aren't listening to me. This is why it's a red flag. Let's do the economics. How often do you how much does weed cost? <laughs> let's just do the cost of weed. How much does weed cost? Just do your math. I don't even know. Do it in your head. Do it. In, do not put it in there. Do the math. Then actually find out how much they smoke. Then find out if they're financially stable. That's going to be the red flag enough. That's going to be the red flag enough. Because they're going to probably say, I need $200. Then you're going to do the math, Scooby-Doo style, and you're going to go backwards 30 days. And you're going to say, if you're broke, how come you still got weed? That in lies the next question. If they have weed and they're broke, how are they affording it? Somebody that sells weed is giving it to them. Are they giving it to them for free? Nope. Are they giving it to them for free? So sometimes they got to give up a little something to get a little bit of that bag. See, this is what you guys are missing. You guys went straight to, oh, I'm saying it's bad. I'm saying no. Many of them use it to cope. Many of them use it just to get through the day. Many of them got a habit, two, three joints a day. Where are they affording that amount of money? Now they might get it medicinally, but that's still a lot of money. How are they getting it? Especially when they're financially ain't can't afford it. And they're like, oh, I need a little bit of extra money for rent. Now they messing with my stream because I'm getting real. See, many times if you date somebody that uh, date a woman that's been on weed for a long time, she definitely been given the plug a little bit something on the side. And that's probably what you don't want to follow. She been she been given the plug. A little bit of plug. She's been letting the plug plug. It's a red flag. Because once you start unraveling the package, you're like, wait a minute. Okay, well, with this and that, and she's been doing that since 15. And I'm going to tell you something. Since 15, 16, they haven't been buying their own weed. Now, you know, this is where Pookie and Ray Ray come in. So when you want to find out why they're with Pookie and Ray Ray, just go back. Does she smoke weed? And then you'll get your answer. You'll get your answer. It's a red flag. <laughs> or any drug that for that matter. If she's on any drug for that matter, just know somebody had guys that they, they used to do this. Uh, remember in Boys in the Hood, they used to walk up. <laughs> uh, they used to walk up. Um, remember in Boys in the Hood, she was like, ah, yo. For a little bit of hit of that crack, if they are on meth, crack, if they're on weed or they're on the gateway to weed into meth, it's a red dude. You don't want to know. Some of them have sold their bodies for drugs. Do y'all really want to go into this conversation? So y'all went immediately to me saying weed is bad, but you didn't understand the red flag. You didn't understand the unraveling. Some of them have sold their body for a little bit of uh, drugs. Do you guys know that they do that? 
Somebody said tattoo artist too. This white tattoos is a red flag. I know women who have dated tattoo artists and they got t- several tattoo art. I mean, several tattoo art on their body. And you're like, how did you afford? How much does a tattoo cost? How much does a tattoo cost? I mean, I don't know. I don't have any tattoos. Now, some of these people look like they got tattoos from somebody out of prison, which is a red flag. Okay, you're like, who did you get that tattoo from? So a tattoo costs how much? 150 bucks? 200 minimum. 200 minimum. What about a bad tattoo? What about a what about a, a crappy tattoo? Which is that's a red flag. If she's got a crappy one, she's dated, she got that for free. A tattoo can be a G, 500,000, 200. Let's just say it's 200. If she's got $2,000 worth of tattoos on her body, red flag, run, run. She either dated somebody that was in prison, she did a prison bid, or she gave the access to the tattoo artist. I guarantee you she did not spend $2,000 of cash on them tattoos. Very few and far between. Not all, most. Prove me wrong. I know this for a fact. I've seen this happen. I've lived it. I've seen it. Matter of fact, there was this one woman came over to the crib. I didn't realize, and she ended up having tattoos that were discreet. I didn't realize that she had done prison time. And I looked at her. She had a story for me. She was like, yeah, I just wanted to tell you. I was struggling at a point in my life. Started looking at her. What? Yeah, she said I was locked up. Locked up? In prison? Really? Wow. You'll never know. But if you if if you don't, if you don't, if you, I'm sorry, if you ignore the red flags, you'll find out the hard way. Somebody says, why marijuana? I'm, I already re- revealed that. Tattoos, it's a red flag. These are all red flags, man. Especially when they're young. She's 24 and under. And always got weed if she got tattoos on her body. Do the math. Do the math. She better have, she better be making $75,000 a year to afford that habit. If she doesn't make $75,000 a year and and she's living like kind of low quality, but she got tattoos and weed all the time. Red flag. <laughs> it don't add up. There's no way that adds up. There's a red flag in there that you will have a heart that you will have a hard time trying to figure out. So I would say avoid or just use her for the evening. Do not proceed. And if she has any visible tattoos, like neck eyelid you know what i mean or something like that long sleeve and she's not from hawaii or samoan that right just do the math in your head somebody said it's part of the barter system and if and if you if you don't want to ask the questions that means you don't want to acknowledge the red flags because if you're like well wait a minute if you smoke three joints a day <laughs> and did you do the math in your head? That's 50, 50, 50. That's 150 times 30 days. Add it up. Add it up. I don't know if it's $50. Hold on. What is it? How much is a bag? Is it still nickel or dime? I don't even know. I don't even know. If you go into a designer place and they have designer and she be in there, oh, that's the purple haze. All right, that's the cookie mantra crunch. 
I don't even know what they call it. Do the freaking math. And then ask yourself, (laughs) how? He says it's about 50 a day, $50 a day. That's a lot of money. And if she ain't living right, come on, man. $40 a day. $40 a, uh, 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 well, I don't even know what you call it. Can we talk about this on YouTube? $20 every time you smoke or what? Somebody says weed is cheaper than alcohol. Okay. Next, next question. How often do people just smoke weed and not alcohol? I'm telling y'all, brothers, I'm trying to give y'all education, man. How often does that happen? I just smoke weed, no drink. No drink. (laughs) Most of the time, it comes up with both. You're doing both. So she's doing both? She has weed and alcohol? You show up, she rolling a joint. Uh, she She got the wine. Do the math. The math don't add up the same. Something's something ain't adding up. <laughs> Here we go. Anyway, so that's a red flag that we need to do the red flag stream. Okay. And if and if she and if it adds up to you and she actually has the money and she's not doing the plug or she's not, you know, she she knows that she knows a couple of drug dealers. If you're a lame and you roll up and she says, Oh, how you doing? And she meets the guy, she hugs him. Hi, Pookie. You out trying to take her to a fine dining because you're wine and dining her. And then Pookie rolls up smelling like he just got out of a hot box. And then she rub all on Pookie. Pookie grab her booty cheeks. You looking at her? Pookie like feeling on your booty. 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 And you looking at Pookie. You looking at her. I've known Pookie since I was 15 years old. You're like, oh, damn. She 26, asking to be spoiled. She 26, looking for a real man. Pookie come out with his his dreadlocks under his big-ass Jamaican cap. Pookie come out. What's up, Sean? (laughs) Sean, what up, Sean? My name, Pookie. Shout out to you. Yo, lame-ass. Hi, Pookie. You want to hit it, Sean? Yo, yo, shit, just the purple haze around here, Sean. He'll have your ass spinning. You be like. (coughs) (coughs) your girl laughing at you after you done paid $300 for steak dinner she like oh pookie you hit him with that oh that was just a little bit too much you need to hit him with the you need to hit her with the black and mild you You can't hang and that's the last time she gonna see your ass she gonna be like oh you know what my tummy's upset. Thanks for all that steak and the dessert. She walk off with Pookie. Feeling on your booty. Booka booka booty. <laughs> Just let you know, bro. So, all right. Where we at, man? This is one of these streams today. All right. Let's get back to this woman right here. What is this woman going? Kylie Strickland. She's an alcoholic in the weed head, obviously. <laughs> Red flag. She looked drunk right here. It says right here, 
uh, Georgia TikTok influencer Kylie Strickland is being investigated by law enforcement after she allegedly flashed two children during a live stream. The 30-year-old uh, was arrested by Pike County police officers after her video went viral on TikTok on June 28, 2022. The public figure became a topic of discussion after a clip of her allegedly lifting her top, exposing herself to two young boys in the swimming pool circulated online. They actually, she actually put this online. In the video, Kylie Strickland can be heard asking the young children, you want to see titties? Titties? Why did they blank this part out? Do you want to see these titties? <laughs> That's what she said. Uh, she said, he, she said, bottles up. The video was taken on a live stream from her own account. The exact age of the young boys is still unknown. I think they were 14, but I'm not mistaken. I, and she has a video of her explaining herself. Um, Kylie is a 30-year-old TikTok influencer who started on TikTok in May 2020. She has over 260,000 followers and over 7 million likes on her Kylie Strickland TikTok account here. Her account is currently set to private. The content creator uh, author, uh, often uploads humorous content and lip-sync videos on her social media platform. One of her popular videos is a TikTok and includes her great Dane. And, and great Dane. She has a video with her great Dane. Do not get me going on Whitney, Wisconsin here. Uh, Strictly, Strickland was raised in Georgia. She looks like it. She has four children. She's a breeder who often appears on her official Instagram account, which she operates under the name of this and that. She amassed 63 followers on Instagram. And it is also set in private. Okay. It says the video was looked into before the arrest. She was arrested. The Troop County Sheriff Office investigated the video and said they, they were made aware that the video uh, showed a woman exposing herself to two young boys. In a press release, they also added that there were other people who could be heard or seen in the background. There were other women involved in this one. After term, determining the video, wait, after determining where the video was taken, law enforcement passed on the investigation to the Pike County Sheriff's Office. All right, hang them high, Pike County. While we understand the emotions of this that this video has caused, we always take our time when investigating any cases, especially one originating on social media. Okay, so let's go down here. Do they have the video? Strickland comes under fire here. Uh, they do have a video here. There is a video. I do have the video. We're going to play only a small portion of the video, just so you can see. We're not going to play the entire video, and you will not see the toddies in this video. But as you can see, a baby face Kylie Strickland is here. She looks a little bit younger in this video. She does look young. And as you can see here, there are two young boys in the video. Can't really tell. And we'll play only, only up to a certain point here. There she is asking, do you want to see toddies? Do you want to see? And he's thinking about it. She's putting her joint out. She's putting her box wine out. There's another woman here. She appears to be an adult doing the same thing. Uh, she's here watching this. And she's on a live stream on TikTok. Well, she asked the boys, are you ready to see these titties? Boy, I can only imagine the Sogmeister and got to her already. 
Uh, let me tell you something. As a man that has been with many of Kylie Strickland's in my life, it's a very disappointing scene. It's very much, you will never be more disappointed than when you see this body being uncovered. Yes, shout out to the Pogs here. Uh, you will be like, boy, this is going to be good. And then it does not be as good as you thought. You'd be like, mm. boy, I was imagining something a little bit more different than what I just saw. Uh, she's going to back up here. And there it is right there. That's where I'm going to stop the video. She literally exposed herself in front of the young boys. Now, with that being said, with that being said, she was arrested. I don't know how much time she's going to do in this particular case. I really don't know. However, knowing what we know, she'll probably get a slap on the wrist. And I can tell by her shoulders and that neck meat. Oh, boy, that's a dead giveaway, boy. You see those shoulders and that neck meat? Oh, my goodness. She probably got that hump of, she probably got that hump of fat behind her neck. She got that hump of fat behind her neck like this. You ever see that? Always investigate the back of the neck. What's going on with our poll? Should public schools separate boys and girls? We got 75% yes and 25% no. All right. That's from the boys that want girls in school. But you know what I'm talking about when they got a hump of fat? It's like this. It's like because you like them thick and you be looking at them and they got a hair in a bun. And then you look back here and it'd be like a hump right here. <laughs> She looked like she got that hump right back in the back of her neck. <laughs> uh, let's see here. There's a video of her. I got to find it up here. Kylie Stricken explaining herself. Explaining herself. She does have a husband, I believe, and kids that age. He went on her TikTok to explain what had happened was, where is it? She was charged a uh, live stream. Uh, let's see here. There's a guy that has the video. Let me see if I can see if he actually has a clip of it. You know. Okay. Damn, it's a little bit messed up. The audio. Come on, watch me. And uh, hopefully subscribe as well. Man, come on, man. Get to the video. All right, get this damn head off my damn mouth. Anyway, fair use. Where's the video? I don't know where it is. Oh, here it is. With a lot of beads and um, are that there's her great day. The they see it often. It's not yeah. okay. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Along with other things, yes. All right. So this woman's saying they see it often. Where they're from, we we show our bodies. We show our bodies to uh, young boys. I actually, had a conversation with a woman who walks around naked. And her teenage boy is around and she was asking me if it's appropriate or not. And I was like, well, have you talked to him? And she says, yeah, I talked to my son. He did not bother by it. And I said, you know, okay, if a father walked around nude around his daughter, would this even be a question? Teenage daughter at that. Would this even be a question? And would the father get a chance to ask, hey, daughter, do you mind me walking around nude around you? Nobody would give him a second chance to even ask the question. It would be automatically inappropriate. But in women's minds, well, what's wrong? You've seen it before. Why not allow me to show you it 
on live. Uh, so here it is right here. She's on. Hey, they seen it before and much more. Let's go ahead and continue. But being but being at like a mudding event and being in your personal pool without their parents there is I can't do the difference there. So, I, I mean, you know, it's nonetheless, it's, 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 it's to say anything about these kids and their parents and how they're raised. If that's not, I'm not, I'm not doing that. All right. So she obviously showing no remorse. I tell you, man, when accountability shows up, they never, ever say, you know what? Y'all right. You know what? I'm going to take that L. You know what? I made a mistake. You're rarely going to hear it. They're going to dig in deep in the spirit of Jezebel, and they're going to go all the way down until the horse tramples them and the dogs eat their flesh. This is the problem in our society. Where they just be like, well, you know, hey, well, you know, it is what it, well. Well, you know, I, I do commend you for actually addressing and, you know, bringing me in your box um, and allowing me to speak and let you know how I feel about it. Personally, I'm still pretty, like, processing everything. Um, I, I'm still on the, that's fucked up. Like, there's no justification for it side. Um, she's doing a lot of moving around. I mean, that's obviously she's guilty and all that. She knows that she's uncomfortable. But I guess your actions from here on out will speak more than any words can. So... By the way, different color hair is a red flag. All right, she's got different color hairs on the edge. Red-ass flag. That's that's just my best advice to you is just like when people were coming at me for shit. I came back on the app and um, I let people say what they wanted to say about me. Country Chad doing a lot of mansplaining here. Uh, get on with it, bro. And I just let my actions speak. I yeah, the body language. You see her doing that? The body language? This is dead giveaway. She knows she dead ass wrong. All right, she's fiddling with her hair. She's not looking, making eye contact. She's shuffling. She's moving around. She knows she's wrong, but she'll she's never going to come up, give up the ghost. Stop speaking my actual words, and I just let my actions fidgety. Speak, and I came back stronger than I was ever before on here. What you but, man? What in the hell was he talking about? Jesus Christ! Yeah, I mean. But if you if you oh want to take Lord. a similar case, and I still have videos on this page of her, Nina Mobina, she did the same thing. Yeah, she tweaking. It, she is tweaking, isn't she? So again, red flag. She tweaking one eye eyelash got one eye closed. Hey, that's how y'all look in public when y'all get your eyelashes on. One eyelash get that lazy eye. She was taking pictures to teenage children, teenagers. And sending them pictures of her upper. Well, I know, let me get to. I'm gonna come back to the weed conversation in a minute. Parts. I know. What she and and I she mean, got a nose I ring. Personally, believe that she got off very light with a lot of beads. And um, is this the same video? Our, yeah, that's the same video. So obviously, she don't give a damn. She's like these kids seen it before. She she even said these kids have drink alcohol with them, or they drink alcohol on their own time, which I'm pretty sure somewhere in the lower parts of Georgia, this is true. So she was like, they drink, they smoke, they've seen this already. What's the big deal? She could give a damn. All right. So that dude trying to mansplain his way for her to understand, guys. It don't matter what you say to them; they're never gonna give up the ghost. All right. So uh, let me do some more. Um, cash app simon small is in the building appreciate you for being here again baby 
Hadou says, watching since December 2021, I can't unsee the BS. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. We live in the spirit of truth over here. And some people want to live in the spirit of lie, fantasy, fairy tale, myth, mythology, um, and all of these things. And when this collides, the best thing they can do is say, we need to get rid of the truth speaker. This guy's shedding too much light. We need to censor this. They never will say, well, we need to debate this. We need to actually show this. All right, show that you're wrong. They basically say we need to make this difficult for him to get this message out because most people love to be in the convenient lie. They don't want to be in truth. And so this is what we have to understand. We're trying to give men truth on this one. Um, most of the things that I say can be backed up 100%. And I show you it. I actually take time to show you it. And, you know, I understand it's not everybody. It's not everybody's relationship. It's not every ch everybody's children, not everybody's marriage. But it's a majority. It's definitely a majority. It's definitely a majority of relationships, a majority of, of uh, parentage, parentage, parentage. New, 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 new world order. It's a majority of marriages. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's definitely that. But that being said, most people want to live in their fan. I'm busting their fantasy bubble and they don't like it. And once you see it, you can't unsee it. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. It's kind of like when you, when you take the red pill, you see it. You'll never go back to unseeing it, unfortunately. Because every day of your life, you're going to see exactly what I'm talking about. You're going to be able to point to it. And then you got to ask yourself, am I seeing what I'm seeing? Is this truly what I'm seeing? And most of the time, men are sheltered from the realities of dealing with women. You just don't know. This is why we tell you, get a job that is somewhat red built. Become a bartender. Become a hairdresser a personal trainer, be closely interacting with women, security guard, police officer, right? You're going to see things that you will not, you'll be floored, be a OBGYN. You'll be, you'll work at Planned Parenthood. You'll, your mind will be open to the world. You'll be like, what? Go to a Planned Parenthood office, sit outside. Act like you smoking a cigarette, reading the newspaper. Watch the line of women come in up in, that, in and out of that, that building. Why are they there? Low-cost health care, STI, early termination, right down the line. They itching, their boyfriend's itching. <laughs> You'll be sitting there like, yeah. yep, work at a check cashing business. Working anywhere financially where you deal closely financially with women. Ask women financial questions. They be You're, you're going to be like, I can't believe you're surviving. How are you surviving? How are you making it from month to month? And these are some people have jobs and careers. How are you making it month to month? Well, when you ask the question, be prepared for the answer. He says, work at an HR department. I'm telling you, man, you're going to get a real perspective. The fantasy will go away. You'll be like, wow. Yeah, work in a hospital, emergency response. These are all jobs that are going to get you a very clear understanding of what you're seeing in the world. Now, are all women like that, what you're seeing? No, but you're going to see grandmas. You're going to see young girls come in. You're going to see grandmas come in with the itchy scratchy. You're going to see young girls. You're going to see attractive women. 
Work at work at a nightclub. And you're going to go, wow, man, this is just this is just different than what I would have anticipated. So it is what it is. It is what it is. Work at a uh, <laughs> a car wash where you clean out and wash out women's cars. And they pull up with their car. And then you go inside to clean out the, the, the floorboard with a vacuum. And you're going, ma'am, the hell am I going to do with this? Higher image status. He says, this is why we can't have nice things. Yes. Watch out. Shout out to Justin Gonzalez. Says, coach. Oh, man, that's a co-sponsorship. I almost missed it. Thank you, brother. Justin Gonzalez right here. New, 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 new world order. Shout out to Darren Barnes. Coach, did you hear our Kelly escape from prison? There's no way. There is no way. Mm, I'm not seeing that right there. <laughs> There's no way. There's no way they could lose uh, R. Kelly. Oh, man. Let me see here. He super chatted that. Let me see here. Oh, it's a rumor. It's a rumor. They put it out. They put it out. There's no way they can lose him. Appreciate that one, though, for, for throwing me for a loop for a second. All right, that would be crazy. I don't think they can let that go. They would never live that down. That would be Keystone Cops if they allowed that. Going over to PayPal. R. Kelly going to do all that. He going to do all that time. He doing all them 30 years. How old is R. Kelly? He's got to be 50-something. Shit, he done. The dude is done. He's cooked. His goose is cooked. Okay, going over to the PayPal. Thank you for the contributions over here. And uh, I'm trying to find out where I left off. Did I leave off on Amari? I think I did leave off on him. He says I was preaching facts out here. Oh, man, it's crazy. Oh, work in the family law uh, house. Uh, work at the child support office. Work in social services. Uh, Pro Mansplainer says she might not be a 304, but she's wearing the uniform. All right, Dave Chappelle talked about this. This is something, another thing that people will have to try to try to figure out. Um, like I said, I talked to a young woman, she's 25, and she went to her first strip club, and she was like, I can't believe, she was like, I actually was wearing the same thing as the strippers were wearing, and I was like, <laughs> exactly, but they've made it, um, they've made those clothing to be what, they, they, you know, because if you go to Forever 21, that's what they're selling, so that's what they're buying. Remember when Camisole? A camisole, uh, the the clothes that looked like a camisole, they called it a cami. And this was when low-rise jeans came out. Okay, so you had a lot of people looking like, bis you know, uh, uh, muffin tops. And then they would wear camisoles. Now, I don't know if you know, if you're old enough to remember. A camisole was considered bedroom lingerie. <laughs> it was literally something you would wear in private. But then some designer of mid-level attire, like just above Marshall's Forever 21, they said, why don't we make camisoles for women to wear in public? Now, what you're doing, you, you got to understand the mind F that you're doing to people. You're going, that is lingerie. That That is lingerie. This is not, this, this is not lingerie. Well, what is it called? It's a cami. You mean like a camisole? 
(laughs) What a woman in the 1980s would wear in private for their husband. So they blur the lines. Yeah, they're blurring the lines. They blur the lines. Well, this is what? This is not considered sexy. What what are you talking about? And then you're going. (laughs) And then they eventually blur the line so much. And then they will call you a pervert for making it sexual. It's just a it's just a shirt. I'm trying to see if you guys can somebody says, let me see it. I don't know what part of the stream are you on. A cami. Let me see if people understand what a cami is. Camisol top. Camisol top. Um, it was most of the time they were like, okay, so here we go right here. This was, uh, I'm trying to see what an example of a, a good example. It's quite changed over over time. So let me see here. Oh gosh. Most of them look like the actually the lingerie. So oh, that, I, that's not a good picture, but I don't want to show you a mannequin. Okay, so this would be an example here. So it'd be like a negligee, a top. So this would be an example right here. All right. So this would be an example. So you got the sp- spaghetti strap with the lace on the top. And this would be more of a lingerie type of this would be a lingerie top back before they made it a fashionable top. Now it's a fashionable top. But that type of top prior was bedroom material. It was literally a camisole lingerie. It was a laced, (laughs) but they just called it a cami. And then women unknowingly, plausible deniability, came out to wear it as a regular top. So let me see if I could pull up a an example of it being lingerie. 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 That's how you spell it. Lingerie. Okay. Here, here we go right here. Let me so so we'll give you another example right here. So this would be an example of it being lingerie. Let's pop it up. There's an example. That's this. This is an example. Okay. Let's zoom in so we don't get it. This is of an example being, as it's described here, a a contrast lace satin cami nightdress, meaning private behind behind. This is this is this is the same shirt. Let me see here. Uh, I'm trying to get a close up. You see that? This is a this is described as lingerie. Same shirt, same design. Let's go back to the other other one. Uh, let me see here. Let's go back to the one we, there's the one right here. And then there's the one right here. You see that? <laughs> the simps are out. We need our name. So this is an example of blurring the line. And fashion tends to do that. And then when the fashion is available to the woman, she somehow has a disconnect as to what this is exactly doing. Well, I'm not, you know what I mean? Uh, anyway, there's several different examples of this that happens. And so your daughters might even pick this up. Your daughters might pick up something like this at a Forever 21. And she will say, hey, I like this shirt. And you're, as a father, going to go, no. You can't wear a camisole in public. Well, everybody's wearing a camisole in public. It's called a cami. It's just a shirt with a lace top. 
And you're going, but that's lingerie. No, it's not. Mm. <laughs> you're like, oh, okay. This is the conversation that we're having here. It goes crazy like that. It, it gets crazy. So, all right, we got it. Rockaway Rob is in the building. He says, uh, yesterday's stream is definitely in the top five all time. Wow. And you guys are going to miss it. Do not miss that stream. All right. Shout, shout out to you, brother. Shout out to Baraka. He says here, representing the coach gang in Uganda, we showed Caleb some love, paused on his channel, put him on the free agent lifestyle. He responded that he will be joining the coach gang. Shout out to Caleb. And uh, I pinned this comment section. He came to the stream right away. He was like, you sent the army of brothers over. So, and he knew about Mr. Palmer. So shout out to him. And it's good to see that us men are connecting on these messages. Harold L., I think you should change the title of last night's stream to the video that all men must watch or something like that. I know it's clickbaity. Sensational title is, he says, is in your style. You owe it to men whose lives you will change as a result of it. Give yourself a round of applause. Hey, you're actually right. I should change the name. Every man needs to watch this video. You're actually right. I'm going to do that. I'm doing that after the show. Because, yeah, it's kind of clickbaity, but yeah. Callie West. He says, dictator CGA, he says, uh, isn't always doom and gloom. He let Enrique save the day last night. He says, I smoke all day, but I don't want my woman to smoke too because she did strange, thing, strange things to get it for free. So, yeah, I know Callie West, he, you know, he's a smoker. He smokes. But men who know, you know women who smoke, they, they do strange things to get the drugs. Especially if they're on the budget or they're young. You don't want to know. It's a sad thing. It's a sad thing to admit. If you don't care to know, that's a different story. But many times these people are going to flip on you. Another point I was going to make on that. Another point I was going to make on that is I often do not want to deal because I'm a, I'm a sober person. I'm, I'm somewhat sober. I'm like 99% sober. I very rarely drink and I don't do any drugs. I am drugs. New, 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 new world order. I'm enough drugs in life. There's only so much you need from CGA. Imagine me on the superpower drug. Come on. But one thing you do not want to do when you're dealing with women is to deal with them when they are not sober. And that goes with marijuana, that goes with drugs, that goes with wine. If you're dealing with them when they're not sober, you're asking for problems. And one of the mistakes that you will make with a non-sober woman, okay, with a non-sober woman, is that when she is not sober, she will have conversations with you that are important when she's not sober and this is a recipe for disaster it's an absolute recipe for disaster if she starts to get drunk or starts to get high and she then starts to try to deal with real in issues in your relationship you're gonna find out how what a clusterfuck looks like I do smoke cigars. You do not want to handle real life issues with a drunk, with somebody who is not sober. And that goes for mental health medication too. <laughs> somebody said she's a man. If she's on mental health uh, medication, 
And she says, I take antidepressants, but my antidepressants make me feel funny. So I'm not going to take it. I'm not. And then you look at them. Now, now, you don't even know who you're dealing with now. Now, she literally is on a drug. You're dealing with her. She says she's not going to take the drug. You're dealing with her. Disaster. This might as well be the damn Hindenburg at this particular point. Because every conversation you have, you don't even know who you're having it with. <laughs> you don't even know. You don't even know who you're having it with. You're asking for it. Let me see something. So this is what conversations are going to be like with this non-sober woman. I'm giving you guys real life game here. This is why I hate those game approach guys that go to bars and deal with those type of women. Skags. Alcoholics. Not sober women. This is what your conversation is basically going to look like right here. All right. Every time she enters in, she gets drunk. This is where the conversation is going to go tonight. Right here. You're going to be like, hey, uh, let's have an important discussion. Have you ever seen this? They're in nightclubs and there's a couple and all of a sudden the drinks start flowing and then they start to arguing. And I don't know why this and she in the bathroom crying, snorting coke. She in the bathroom and my boyfriend said this. He completely pissed me off. And I don't know why he does these things to me. Her mascara running. Dude, you asking for it. <laughs> it will be a tragedy. Oh, the humanity. Oh, the humanity will be the conversation. This is why I don't deal with non-sober women. Hi, girls. I love Josie. <laughs> Josie's so drunk, but I love her. Okay, I'm warning you. I'm warning you. The Hindenburg is real. All right, a couple more. Uh, SAU says, good morning, coach from south of the border. Yeah, man, yeah, man. This time, uh, this time of our lives is crazy. Everybody's struggling, but women get the worst part. Time to stay low-key and let the anchor sink. And they're going to do funny things for money. I'm seeing this on a daily basis. I'll be out there. And I'll be looking like, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> like, these girls are doing a lot of things for money. Shout out to Salif says, um, thank you for recommending outwitting, outwitting the devil. And that's by Napoleon Hill. The audio book was different. Shout out to the, the coach gang. Get outwitting the devil. It's a great conversation piece for men. It was a time where men could write books for men. It's a self-help book for men. Outwitting the devil. It's free here on YouTube. SEU also says that XXs cannot even handle alcohol. Yes, there's actually uh, literature. Before I finish this chat, there's literature that says alcohol affects women differently. <laughs> and you're going, okay, so what you know about alcohol, what you know about weed, what you know about meth, what you know about crack, because you use it doesn't mean it's affecting you. her the same. With that being said, it's an excuse them to misbehave alcohol affects uh women differently let me see here women differently and they put this literature out and then when you use it against them well no i'm just no 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 no, no. this is why i need you to be sober um 
and before I finish your chat, here it is right here. They give you all kind of damn reasons why. They're going to give you scientific reasons, all kind of stuff. Here it is right here. Are women more vulnerable to alcohol effects? I mean, we know this. Women appear to be more vulnerable than men to many adverse consequences of alcohol use. This is literature right here. This is literally published in the National Institute of Alcohol Abuse and uh, um, Alcoholism. So when you're dealing with dr drinking, it's different for them. Just reading a little bit more. Women achieve higher concentrations of alcohol in their blood and become more impaired than men after drinking equivalent amounts of alcohol. Research also suggests that women are more susceptible than men to alcohol-related organ damage, liver damage, she's a liability, and to trauma resulting from traffic crashes and interpersonal violence. This alcohol alert examines gender differences in alcohol effects and considers some factors that many place, uh, that many place women at risk for alcohol-related problems. They talk about metabolism, consequences of alcohol use, liver damage, brain damage, heart disease, brain cancer, violent victimization, violent victimization. Most college campus grapes, 80% of them involve women drinking. A survey of female college students found significant relationship between the amount of alcohol the women reported drinking each week and their experiences of sexual victimization. Another study found that female high school students who use alcohol in the past year were more likely than non-drinking students to be the victim of dating violence. Mm. Are y'all ready for this? Y'all not ready for this much truth. You guys are not ready, especially when you're dealing with 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. Y'all running game on these women. Let me repeat that. Another study found that female high school students who use alcohol in the past year were more likely than non-drinking students to be the victim of dating violence, a.k.a. shoving, kicking, or pushing. A history of heavy premarital drinking by both partners have been found to predict first-year aggression among newlyweds. In some studies, uh, problems, problem drinking by wives have been linked to husband-to-wife aggression regardless of the husband's drinking level. So the husband's drinking, the wife's drinking, and then there's a domestic violence re uh, issue. And he might have been drinking or not. And she was drinking and the domestic violence happens. Well, Y'all listen to me. Traffic crashes. I know a woman crashed up a Tesla after drinking, crashed it with her kids, and left it there. <laughs> she got the hell out of there. She was like, skedaddle. <laughs> Genetic factors. Age of initiating drinking and weed smoking. Results of the larger nationwide survey shows that 40% of persons who initiated drinking before the age of 15 were diagnosed as alcohol dependent at some point in their lives. Rate of lifetime dependency declines to approximately 10% among those that began drinking at age 20. So if she began a drinking prior to age 20, she's probably going to be alcohol dependent at more likely, 40% of them were more likely to be alcohol dependent later in life. Here's more victimization. These colleagues found that women who reported being sexually abused in childhood were more likely than other women to have experienced alcohol-related problems. So if they experience sexual abuse, more likely um, they will lead to alcoholism and dependency. This is all right here, bro. The literature is here. You guys can roll the dice on this one if you want. The references are right here. Where's your sources, coach?
I always show my sources. And weed is the same thing, bro. In my in my boat, I'm pretty sure if I sat here long enough, I'll be able to find it. When it comes to them and drugs and mental health drugs and alcoholism, it's a different ball game, guys. You're actually rolling the dice. All right, let's get back to that super chat. SAU says they can't even handle alcohol. Most of the stuff they experience being intoxicated, they don't remember. Only flashbacks. Hi, girls. I love Josie. <laughs> Josie's so drunk, but I love her. Josie! <laughs> Josie, are you I mean, how many times have you heard that? Well, I was drinking. I don't remember. I blacked out. Um, how many times have you had heard these things and how many times, I mean, how long do you have to be, how does it have to be? Most of the time, they, the stuff that they say is the realest thing you'll ever hear. And my husband will buy me as many fucking Louis as I want to. So you're going to rely a fucking on your No, he's going to fucking spoil me. No. I don't no. deal with no don't, fucking don't, scrubs. No. He's going to be a fucking engineer doctor, one of the fucking two, and he's going to buy me as many fucking Louis as I want, shit. as many Chanel's, as many Gucci belts as I want, as many fucking Louis purses that I want. What happens if y'all get a divorce? What are you going to do then? Sit on your ass? Find another fucking husband, dude. <laughs> yeah, if they cheat on you. Well, I cheated. I was drunk. Uh, shout out to Darren. He says, my bad. Guess it was the BS. He's still locked up. Shout out to Darren. He was selling us our Kelly escape. Brian, Horsley back in the building, guys. The usual suspects are here, but we're getting some new brothers, too. Thank you. Chizzy says, if she smokes, she pokes. Louis, uh, is that Louis from Family Guy? If she smokes, she pokes. Have you, have you ever met a virgin that smoked the weed out? Have you ever met a Puritan girl who smoked the weed out? All right. If she smokes, she pokes. All right. Oh, you're never going to meet one. You're always going to meet one that smoked the weed out, and then they always twerking in front of you while they smoking the joint. All right. So if she's doing that for you, connect the dots. <laughs> right. And by the way, you'll never know. Um, Reefer Madness in here. Shout out to, uh, let me see if I can say your name. Robert P. Elliott, CGA, what's the update on your son's custody situation? Uh, we're at a stalemate. Um, it's going to come down. It's going to come to a head. I don't know if I'll go as far as uh, our boy, our guy, uh, Caleb, which I can anticipate if I did something like Caleb did, my ex would probably escalate to where the baby mama terrorist would do. So my my all, I still have a sense of a little bit of, of control of the situation, but um, they're going to meet a deadline very soon that is going to be very costly to them. And unfortunately, my veins are cold and it is what it is. So if people do want to uh, do these things to me, I basically say, well, you're going to see ice cold. There's always a penalty and men have to start reward, not rewarding bad behavior. Let me just clear that up again. Men, you have to stop rewarding bad behavior, especially when it comes from children and women. Stop rewarding bad behavior. If people uh, do things to you and you have some sense of control and they start doing, you have to stop rewarding bad behavior. You have to hold the line. Even if it comes at a cost, even if the cost is long term. 
they got to learn the lesson. Stop letting things slide. The problems you're having in your relationships, it's not that you're not going to have problems, but when you go through a divorce and that, it's because you're rewarding bad behavior. And you're concerned, oh, I'm going to mess up this and this is going to happen. Let they ask learn the hard way. Especially when they are dealing with somebody. Because most of the time, let me just tell you, when it comes to men and this custody and child support, and men are the victims eight times out of ten. Every now and then, they'll get a pookie and lock his ass up. Uh, most of the time, they don't even get the pookies. These family court issues are often used against kid uh, dads who want to be involved in the kid's life. Not against dads who don't give a damn. It's hard to penalize a dad who don't give a damn, right? Who don't care about their kids. All right, I knocked you up broad and I'm out of here. You can put me on child support. He don't got no job anyway. He ain't going to get no money out of this paycheck. He, he don't care if he has a driver's license. He don't give a damn. Most of these issues that men experience in family court are against dads that want to be a kid, part of their kids' lives. That's the reason it works. That's the reason it works against men because you're wanting to be a part of your kids' life and then you'll do anything to get any sort of custody. You'll go through supervised visitations. You'll get your name dragged in the mud. You'll get abused. You'll get your child support check taken out of your paycheck where you're taking only a third of your check. You'll get your driver's license suspended because you get set back. They'll call you a deadbeat. They'll drag you all over the internet. At some particular point, you got to say, I'm going to stop rewarding this shit. Y'all can have life. Good luck and pull back all your support and say, y'all got to deal with this now. And just sit back and watch. What it's probably going to look like, and you know it to be true because when the panic ensues, they start shame, blame, and explaining you. Shout out to Ramil. They start shame, blame, and explaining your ass because their life starts turning into this bullshit when they don't, because they had a plan and their plan was to beat up your wallet and emotionally terrorize you into supporting and guilting you. But when you say you can shame, blame, and explain all the hell you want, I'm going to watch your life and everything around it turn into this. And I'm going to watch your life turn into dust. And I'm going to watch you set your life on fire. And I will not piss out the damn fire. <laughs> you were the plan. And the plan was to keep the kids away from you and keep the wallet churning. Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to watch this shit happen. <laughs> but you're going to get blamed no matter what. I'm just letting you know. So if you're going to get blamed, just go ahead and sit back and go ahead and say, well, I'm going to give you a reason to. I'm going to give you a reason to blame me because before you didn't have no reason. Now I'm going to give your ass a reason. So if that's where you wanted to update, that's where it is. But they, the, the clock is ticking on their side. <laughs> yeah, the other part is they, they want the stepfather to uh, help them. So they'll find another man to help them or they'll cry or they'll make a scene. Make a scene. Do whatever you want. But it's going to be your fault in, at, at some particular point. And at some particular point, you have to say, well, if you're going to blame me, we're going to see that shit burn. <laughs> but uh, not a lot of guys can do this. But you'll get to see this in live and in living color. Your boy Scoop is in the building. Keep it going. Some dudes, y'all not cut out for this. 
you're not cut out for this. I'm a cold guy. <laughs> I'm a cold guy. I'm cold like the middle of the damn Alaskan winter. For real. And you won't discover this until you get on my bad side. And then they'll try everything. Well, 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 what about, what about what? I had the plan. You got no plan. Your plan was me, but your plan was also to throw my ass under the bus. All right. I don't reward bad behavior, especially when it comes from children or women. I make everybody hold themselves accountable or you're going to learn a lesson today. Everybody got to learn the hard way. I'm not going to save your ass from a hard ass landing every time you mess up. And I always tell kids, if you mess up in life, I can help you. But if you F up in life, I can't help you. And I've always told my kids that. And I tell everybody around me that if you mess up, I might have a little bit of sympathy for you. And I might come to help you. But if you F up and if you F me over, I can't help you and I will not help you. You either 100% in or 100% out with me. There's no middle ground. And I can't give you all my parentage. I can't give you all my pimping when you give me zero. If you give me 100, I give you 100. Same thing in relationships, guys. If the woman's giving you 50 and asking you for 100, she's coming up short. She needs to meet you at 100 or kick her ass to the curb. This is how I deal with people. I don't care if you my blood lineage. I don't care if I was married or married. I don't care if you my mama. If you ain't giving me 100, if you ain't all in on CGA, and yes, I'm a tyrant, CGA Coach Alini in the building. If you ain't all in on CGA because I'm an intelligent brother, I know what I'm doing. I've been here before. I'm from the year 2030. We the new breed around here. New, 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 new world order. <laughs> you gonna be on your own. It is what it is. But people got to learn the hard damn way, right? <laughs> and when you learn that lesson, when you in the turtle flames of the CGA fire, and I'm hearing you call out, you know, humbling yourself in the side of CGA, I might throw your ass an ice cube. <laughs> I might throw your ass an ice cube. But you better come rescue my ass and do what I need you to do. Tear hut around this bug about face, stomach in, chest out, walk in alignment, walk in sync with CGA. If you ain't walking in sync and you're walking in opposition to CGA, that's your ass. And you better have a plan other than playing CGA. <laughs> All right, anyway, man. Hey, man, look, I was sent here. I was sent here. I wasn't just sent here to come out here and get played. I was sent here. You know what I mean? I was sent here by the most high. I was sent here. I was ordained for this. I was ordained to be a leader. But your ass going to follow. And if you don't follow, I'm going to watch your ass in that Hindenburg. And I'm going to wish you the best. <laughs> All right, anyway, man, shout out to you. Shout out to you for that.
Do not reward. Listen, guys, stop rewarding bad behavior, period. And if they don't acknowledge their behavior, it ain't your problem. Okay. You didn't do what you did? Fine. All right. Hindenburg time. Mm. <laughs> All right. Shout out to Jason. My ex response to Roe v. Wade made her ugly. Guys, uh, yeah, man. The, always investigate the political side of anybody you're dating. Most of the time, if you understand their political side, you will not be attracted to them. You will not be attracted to them. When I see the amount of people that were going crazy on not being able to uh, sacrifice their child to Baal anymore. Mm. <laughs> right? Well, it's pretty simple. And some of these people walk in the standard of ignorance. They're blind, deaf, dumb, and blind. They have no idea that these people are trying to keep. Because if you look at the people who supported that, you would be like, Who's even impregnating you? But when you understand the witchcraft behind it, when you understand that these people are walking in the spirit of somebody that you don't walk in, they're walking. Yeah. When you understand that, you see it and you go, wow. It's a lot of witchcraft in here. Mm. All right. Shout out to it has nothing to do with rights. Just understand that because it because when you try to make sense of the conversation, they will all swing it back. Be like, what about condoms? <laughs> wear a condom don't get impregnated don't have premarital sex close your legs like there's 18 different options before they even get to that but it has nothing to do with that when you realize it has nothing to do with that then then it makes sense when you understand that this is a demonic system that people are living under and they're sacrificing people and they're doing the when, when you understand that and they're letting kids getting mowed down by by fire you understand what it is these people are sacrificing children. They've been doing this for a long time in the world. They've been doing this for a long time. It's in the Bible. Isn't that biblical? So that's what they marching for. Their ability to do that. Under the cover and guise of rights. When you know it, it makes sense. When you don't know it, you sent for it. <laughs> People aren't ready. People aren't ready for this. We actually have a problem with our population declining to the point where we're be below replaceable levels. Why would it make sense to us to continue to do that? Unless you were against humanity progressing. You're against humanity progressing. Well, we don't want to progress. Keep the numbers running up. Let's keep running the numbers up. Well, how about you stop before you even get to that point? Nope, that's not a solution. So you're going, wow. Anyway, it gets a little heavy around here. What people have to understand is this walk that we're in and that you will call the red pill, you will call everything, it has nothing to do with women. That's the thing that brings people in because most of you have problems with women because you don't understand them. But this is a problem. That has to do with the bigger thing that that the bigger than relationships. It's deeper than this. You don't realize how deep it is. You guys think, oh, I heard angry man talking about people was saying you're not red pill because you're in a marriage or a relationship. That's not true. Now, if you said MGTOW, yeah, but this walk in life, you got to actually go beyond the scope of the average Mickey Mouse minded person. 
right? Most people are Mickey Mouse minded people. They watch Netflix streaming stuff all day. They don't have anything. They have no plan in life. Their plan is to, you know, at the dead, at the at the eleventh hour, have someone bail them out. And thus, when you understand that they're lemmings, ham and eggers, normies, these people just operate and function every day, stealing and consuming, right? They steal oxygen from you and they consume. That all they do is consume. They don't produce anything. Those people don't make a real imprint on the world. So what happens is those people are easily hypnotized into believing something's about something, but it's they really don't understand the deeper meaning about things. You got to go deeper. Got to go deeper. And when you're ready to do it, things will make sense. The world makes sense to me. The world makes sense to me. I never go out and go, wow. Every, there's very few things that catch me off guard. <laughs> very few things. I walk out into the world, I see something happen, and I'll be like, and then I see the argument on both sides, and I'm like, these people are way off. They ain't even close. Remember, I'm from the world, I'm from the year 2030. Shout out to Nimbleware in the building. Appreciate you for your cash app. Nimbleware, he says, appreciate it. Higher image status says streams about substances taking successful men down. Oh, that's a good one, too. Uh, yeah, substances, guys, uh, know that these spirits, these things that you consume, even down to your food, affects your life. So people think I'm saying something's bad. Oh, the Indians smoke the herb, too. I'm not saying it. I'm not. I'm just letting you know there's more designer stuff going on that is changing you. And if you have a dependency towards that, you have to admit when you have a dependency. Saying that you don't have a dependency when you clearly do is part of your problem. The first stage is denial. When you're consuming and you have to consume something to go to an alt alternate state and you're dependent on that, that's probably not going to be good for you long term. Unless you're Snoop Dogg, Snoop Lion, you're a rapper. You want to stay as sober as you possibly can be. Sober as possible. I remember the guy, there was a boxer, Roy, jo Roy Jones Jr. Yeah, some people can't deal with reality. They got to go to an alternate state and then return back lower than they left. <laughs> All right, but Roy Jones Jr., was talking about he never drank. And he was talking about, he said, I want to be in control of my life at all times. I want to be in control of my life at all times. I do not want to be in the state of not being in control. Yes, that could be controlling, could be narcissist, but it could be as simple as, hey, let's go out to drink. Okay, hey, I'll drive you. Okay, I jump in their backseat of their car. And then, or... Or, yeah, or, or no, I drive myself and I get drunk and I can't drive my car back. Oh, just, just leave it us. And my car's left way out there in the middle of the open. All night I'm worried about it. Oh, let me get to my car. I got to wait till everybody's drunk ass wakes up so I can go get my car. Now you have Uber, so that changes the dynamic just a little bit. But I left my car out there. I don't want to do that. I'm not going to be under that state of not having my normal access. Now my whole day's thrown off and I got to get a ride and I got to get somebody Uber to take me and I got to make sure my car didn't get busted in, broken in, towed. No. I'll just say I ain't going. If it ain't the situation that I want, I ain't going. 
Deion Sanders, too, is a no booze, no drugs. Yep. I'm not going to get to that point. I always got to be because this world is going to throw you a curveball at some point. And if you ain't ready for it and you in a state of alternate reality and you're fixated with spirits, you're not going to be ready. And I find it absolutely odd. Shout out to Winnie Ball. He says, always go for full custody. Yeah, go for the jugular. I always find it odd that women are always trying to push the drugs on you. They're always trying to push the weed on you. They're always trying to push the alcohol. Have you noticed that? They always trying to push the drug, the drinking on you. Oh, you don't drink? What kind of fun are you? You're no fun. Like the fun's going to happen <laughs> because I drank with you. Why are they always trying to push the drugs and the drink on me? You ever notice that? Oh, you don't drink? Mm. You're a boring. Yes, I'll be boring. They want you in this spirit of uh, alternate, alternate thinking and alternate. So they can manipulate you or they can bring you down to their misery. Oh, you're not going to have a drink. Oh, this is just you're a lame And I always say, yep, you're the type of witch that will set me up. So now when we get drunk, all of the stuff you can blame, you don't remember. And I blacked out and I was taken advantage of and he was drunk. They actually believe that you could be drunk and still assault them, but they can they can be drunk and they can't consent. Now, okay, how can I consent? I'm not drinking. I was drinking too. How am I responsible for my behavior when you're not responsible for your behavior for being drunk? I was drunk too. In their mind, no, but that doesn't matter. You're the predator. You wanted it. Clear context clues. Context clues. Put it together. Will it affect you all the time? No. Will it affect you once? Yes. Is it worth when it affects you once? No. You got to be watching these things all times. Stay focused all the time. Never let your guard down all the time. Have security at your place all the time, all right? You let your guard down once out here, your ass is going to get exposed. And I let my guard down once in my entire life, and it cost me. In order to get through here, you're going to have to get through the Fort CGA, all right? I got a big-ass fort and a big-ass wall up, and I got brothers saluting me as soon as I walk out, and I walk out. Eddie, son. All right, ladies over here. All right, what are we doing? Did you pat these women down? Pat their ass down. Last couple of things here. Salif says, I picked up hundreds of Zoe's and Josie's working late night as an Uber driver in Manhattan. It's the realest trust. He says, wait, this is the realest trust coach. Fam, this is, wait, he says, this ish is real. Sorry, this ish is real, trust coach. So that's another red pill uh, job. You get a taxi driver, Uber. You're going to see the life. You're going to see a side that they hide from you. It's weird. There was one more thing that I was going to talk about, but I forgot it. So uh, with that being said, with that being said, go forth in life. Be successful. Uh, be as successful as you want to be. Be in control as you want to be or leave it up to fate. Um, oh, there was a young woman that I talked to. She had a red flag and I ignored it. I was like, eh. And I asked her to meet me somewhere. And it kind of went left. And I was like, I should have known. 
I should have known. It was a junior college girl. I was like, oh, she had a red flag. I was like, well, she can't come to my house. She seemed kind of desperate, which I don't deal with desperate women. I don't deal with desperate women in dating or junior college women. So if a woman says, I want to get married sometime soon, I don't deal with her. She's desperate. If she says, I need to, this needs to lead to something, she's desperate. All right, every date needs to lead to a relationship. That's not how it works, okay? You lead, the, you, you learn, you learn, you learn. You watch out for red flags. You learn, you learn mistakes. You learn when to pull out. So this girl was like, oh, well, and I was like, I'm not going to your house. You're not coming to mine, but I'll go ahead and clap the cheeks. She started being desperate and pushy. I was like, eh. She's like, can you get a room? I was like, I don't get hotel rooms. Then she was like, well, if you get one, can I stay overnight in the room? Now, most guys would say, eh, what could happen wrong? She had one red flag and I ignored the damn red flag. And then the red flag started going up. It looked like a damn Chinese parade. She started throwing up flags. First, she was pressing. And I was like, damn. I was like, she must need rent. And so I, pu I started pulling back, started pulling back. Then she was like, well, if you get a room, can I stay overnight? And So, guys, no one to pull out. I mean, literally and physically. And really honor your red flag. So I, I looked at myself, and it's always another lesson. And I said, you know what? If I would have, just think about this. If I would have been one of these guys, all right, come over real quick. I'll smash it out. And I would have invited her to my home. And I've seen this happen to a guy. He was messing with a girl. I assumed she was a pro. He brought her home. She was drinking. She did not want to leave his house. I would have imagined if I would have let her come over, she would have said, can I stay tonight? Then I would have never been able to get rid of the broad. If I would have tried to kick her out, she would have been, she would have flipped out. Now I saw a guy, a neighbor do this. He brought a girl home. I know he was a single guy. I never seen him bring that many women home. He brought this woman home. He kicked her ass out and she knocked on my door. And screaming and being hysterical and going crazy. And I was like, what's going on? Can I call the police? She tried to come in my damn apartment. I was like, oh, no, no, you got to stay on the damn patio. And she was like, he's doing this and he's doing that. And I was like, whoa. And this at this time, there was um there was no Uber. So she was like, can you call me a cab and call the police and all this stuff? So I was like, stay on the patio. I'll call you a cab. <laughs> right. And this was before really cell phones or anything. This was 2004, 2003, 2004-ish. So nobody was really, I mean, people had cell phones, but, you know. You couldn't, you didn't have a smartphone, that's for sure. You didn't could just be like, oh, let me call up, let me, let me scroll through taxi cab numbers. Back then, you had like a Motorola, a little-ass Motorola. I was like, let me, let me call you a cab. And I'm looking to see where the guy is. He's staying in his apartment. He didn't come out one time. And so I, I told her to stay on the patio, called her a cab. I come back out. She was gone. Yeah, the razor. She was gone. So I was like, damn, where did she go? And I could look over at the street corner. She was walking down the street barefoot. And I was like, God dang. And it was what, like 11, 30, 12, he came home with her, probably hit it and quit it. 
he might she might have been a pro. He might have paid her. She didn't want to leave the and I was like, and she was acting tweaking out and all that shit. I was like, man, my God. So be careful out here. Notice the red flags. Whatever lifestyle that you're living, uh, running, uh, uh, women come with a risk. Uh, if it, if they ever get emotional or drunk, just know it's about to go left, or it could likely go left. They start smoking, smoking weed, smoking new and doing drugs, pulling out this antidepressants. Just know it's going to go left, but she's going to seem like it could never go left. Oh, what could go wrong? All you need is it to go wrong one time in life, and it could change your life. I'm not trying to scare you. This is why I say weed is a red flag, because likely likelihood, if you go down the line, it's going to be a red flag for you. And you better, it's better to go be safe and be, it's better to be safe than not sorry. All right. Somebody says, oh, by the way, I did see the neighbor again. And he was looking like, like he didn't engage with me or nothing. He didn't look me in the eye or nothing. He kind of was just like, and I was waiting to see him. I was like, hey, uh, and then he was like, hey, what's going on? And he just went right past me. I was like, and so what he didn't want to admit is that he got a girl for the night, right? And it went less. Here we go. Pe weed heads are really, really touchy, which is a which is an indication that you have a dependency issue. I don't hate on weed. I tell you there's red flags, but people will say there's none. And I tell you, you need to check yourself. I don't hate on weed smokers. But I tell you there's red flags associated, and I ironed that shit. I ironed it out. And if you're still defend defensive about it, it tells me you're insecure about it. And you know you're wrong about it. You're insecure about it. And you know it because when people call you out, you raise up your ugly head. I, I ironed out my case to make it agreeable to you. I ironed out my case to make it agreeable to you and find it agreeable. And I related to you why it was a red flag. So do not come in here with your damn, <laughs> do not come in here with your damn caping and being offensive for it because you're insecure about it. And you got to hide in your apartment complex and put on gas masks to smoke the hell out. Do you do it in public? No, your ass don't. Unless you're standing on the street corner with straggle daggles. That tells you something about it. Even when it's legal, you ain't doing out in the open. You're doing it in the comforts of your own damn home because you insecure about it. If you was really not insecure about it, you'd be doing it out in public even where it's legal. <laughs> anyway and then they want to push it on me hey man push it on me man i don't need drugs i am drugs there's medical benefits to it but you ain't using it for me medical are you are you using it for medical sit your ass down well there's medical benefits to it so there's medical benefits to crack too i'm pretty sure or damn cocaine at some particular point. Sit your ass down with your medical information. <laughs> All right. Are you using it for medical and that glaucoma? No, you're not. Do not get me on your asses today. <laughs> there's medical, there's health benefits to it. Uh, yeah, yeah, sit your ass down. You ain't using it for that. <laughs> you're using it to get lit up. That's what you're using it for. Here we go. Just be, just admit. See, that's the insecurity right there. 
That's an insecure we here. Well, there's five medical benefits that I can name, but are you using it for that? Just say you want to smoke the hell out and we can agree. You want to get high. Okay, go do it. But don't be mad when I tell you you want to go to an alternate state of mind because you can't deal with your own reality. Deal with your own reality or say you can't deal with it and you want to go out into your own damn two one-bedroom apartment and smoke the hell out. Go ahead. We can still be homies, but you ain't got a lot of kicking. <laughs> Just be honest, guys. Just be honest. I'm not trying to say there's no benefits to it. Just be honest, and we are all honest around here. If you want to be a wee head, go be a wee head. We can be still be cool. I'm cool with wee heads. <laughs> if you love being high, be high, bro. We can be cool, Sean. But don't try to fool me with your bullshit dependency. All right? You're dependent on it. And you got to smoke it. Do you smoke every day? It's a dependency. <laughs> I'll be pissing people off anyway. Uh, anyway, yeah, man. Shout out to the coach gang. We're going to leave it on that. We'll leave you happy. We'll talk about women now. All right? We'll talk about women. Hey.